It's the Bob and Tom Show. Dear Penthouse, <laughs> I'm a freshman at a small Midwestern university. And I never thought something like this could happen to me. When my teacher with the dynamite asked me to stay after class and she started to undress, I can't forget the statement she made. If you drop your pants, I'll raise your grade. Seaman first class at an overseas naval base. <laughs> it's been seven long months since I've seen a woman's face. When I saw your recent disuse, I took a box of Kleenex tissue <laughs> and I locked the barracks door. Thanks to you, I've gotten a grip. Please excuse my jerky penmanship. Perspire. His little bun set my loins on fire. And I dream about the day he'll say, Chick, let's get undressed. Uh, name an address withheld upon request. <laughs> of the upcoming program have been pre-recorded, meaning they've already happened. And they're about to happen again. Huh. So where was it? Oh, oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we're glad to have you here. It's the Bob and Tom Show. Hey, welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. <laughs> yeah. Son of a gun. We're in Louisville, Kentucky. Woo! Oh, yeah. Let's see. Uh, go Cardinals! Yeah. Go Wildcats! Yeah. Uh oh. No basketball fans. All right. I'd go like... Go St. Louis Blues! Yeah. <laughs> Got a guy We're in a Blues hockey jersey though. You oh. talk to him. Don't a, talk to a me. A sweater, please. Ah, uh, sweater. <laughs> hockey's important. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Oh, God. Uh, I 
right, Chick McGee. Uh, there's Christy Lee. Hi, Chick. Hi, there's Willie Griswold. A lot of positivity in the morning. That's yeah. right, Mr. Positive. There's Josh Arnold. Hello. Pat Godwin is here. Hey, Chick. And uh, Christy, say, here's Tom. Oh, here's Tom. There Thank you, you very much. Um, we had to send a search party out for Donnie Baker. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Um, yeah, this is not planned. This is not no, a joke. We no. go, this would be funny. No, that none of that happened. No. He's really hung over is, is somewhere. He, is he at the same hotel where we were? God I knows where he's so. hung over. That's part of the problem. <laughs> oh, we don't know where he's falling asleep. He's fine. I'll put some okay. Pedialyte powder and some Mountain Dew and he's good to go. There you go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's going to wake up that morning. Can John Goodman to come over? And <laughs> or we start putting him, uh, put old fashions in front of him. Is Here's he a, a dog. Uh, oh. Yeah. Do you make old fashioned? Is bourbon in an old fashioned? Yes. Bourbon, okay. simple syrup. Okay. A nice okay. little cherry. This is called Bitters. Bourbon and Beyond. It's a festival of one of the finer products of the Commonwealth of Kentucky. Horses, bourbon. By applause, do you guys like the term Commonwealth? Yes? Yeah. Or just Kentucky? State of Kentucky? See? Oh. I think Commonwealth is cool. Hang on a second. How many of you are alive? What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> Jesus. Just about it. Bring in crowd two. Man, oh man. The Commonwealth of Kentucky is a more respectful and elegant way to refer to the place. Well, then why is it the Commonwealth of Ohio, where you're from? Because it isn't. So well, why Ohio, do they get to be Ohio, a Commonwealth? Yeah, why does Kentucky get yeah. all the Commonwealth? Yeah. Because they deserve it. Are you kidding me? Is there a Commonwealth? KFC, Jim Varney. Come on. <laughs> Giant horse penis, you know. Yeah. 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 They pee really fast, too. Oh, yeah. Is it the Commonwealth of Virginia as well? I think so, yeah. Hey, do horses have a prostate problem? What? No, that'd take a while for them to pee, wouldn't it? <laughs> Holy hell. <laughs> the horses have a prostate problem. Smell my elbow. Hey! Okay, folks. Elbow, shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll get there. <laughs> hey, it's a team game, people. <laughs> It's a team game. Here's uh, um, uh, something interesting in the news. Uh, headline, bored people may watch porn to give their life meaning. <laughs> Yikes. This is uh, from the Psychological Post. It says, bored people may turn to pornographic content to, to distract from the perception that their life is meaningless. That's says the saddest research. thing I've ever heard. Mm. Yeah, you never... God. I like to look at porn when I'm bored, and this might just be me, but the main reason I like looking at porn is when I'm super horny. I don't know yeah, if you guys ever do that, but that's when I like yeah. to look at it. Yeah. You ever notice how yeah, you'll be sitting there and you go, you know what I could use? Yeah. <laughs> I usually watch it when I want to get the sperm out of my body. <laughs> I get that Why don't too. you just spit it out? <laughs> I said... It's a team... It's, it's a team game. It's a team event. There's no bad ideas in a brainstorm, all right? Team game. See, the implication is... There that he and Donnie last night were. Uh, it's not just one of us. <laughs> this is uh, this is so sad. It is sad. I don't, no one ever no one ever cranks one off going. My life has no meaning. I was, <laughs> I was reading Camus and Sartre last night and decided I'd, right. I'd, I'd go jacket. No. <laughs> I, I tell you what's sad. I don't have a subscription. What's the name of that magazine? Uh, this is well. Th this is uh, from uh, Personality and Individual Differences in the Psychological Post. Is there? Yeah, the Psychological oh. Post. How do I not have a subscription to that? Or yeah, I'm sure you weren't in the cover. I'm not, I'm not the editor with a pipe. <laughs> a picture of you and says not yet. Yeah. <laughs> Still fighting the good fight, people. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
got elbow pads on your blazer? Oh, yeah. I was okay there for a minute, and then another thing happened. It was crazy. Well, um, it's uh, time now to uh, dip into the sports page. And once again, Donnie Baker is, <laughs> Donnie Baker is somewhere... We don't know if he's in Ohio or Kentucky or where he could be. Or uh, a hotel where we all stayed or a private home. He could home. be in India. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, don't know. <laughs> we don't have to draw attention to it. He'll be here, right? Yeah, he'll be here. Well, if he doesn't show up, at least we'll have alerted them that... Well, the band can play off. instrumentals. <laughs> okay, all right, good. They were rehearsing yeah. last night, and I had the honor of watching the Pork Pistols rehearse last night. And Dusty Privet, the drummer is playing a set of electronic drums, and he says, playing these instead of a real set is like screwing with four condoms on. Yeah. I told him, I go, that's not rock and roll. What the hell? The symbol's all yeah. pussified. It's not good. Anyway, sports. Huh? Well, I think now that you've taken all of the... Uh, yeah, it's time for sports. Everybody bored? Okay. I got a complaint. Uh, we know, oh, we're, yeah. we're certain you do. What you got over there, Pop? Square cup. He hates this the is the cup. this is the baddest idea I've ever seen. <laughs> no, what? It's, just, it's a cup. Who cares? It's a square cup. No, they run with it. You can't. You go like this to drink it, and it just spills on no, both sides. If you drink like a human, it doesn't. Mm -hmm. No, yeah, you don't. I drink. had a cup of coffee in I that. I spent thirty fun. seconds getting the paper clips and pencils out of that thing. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna drink your coffee out of it. <laughs> if you didn't eat like you were in prison. Yeah. And drink the same way. Well, this is a really bad idea. Do you guys know the story? When we were kids, we'd go to this restaurant, and they had iced tea in a certain cup that was glass. Yeah. And one week, they changed it from glass to plastic. It's true. But they didn't tell us, because restaurants don't tell people that. No. Sure. Your and, father, though, thinks they should check in every and time. Yeah. we sat down, and my dad went to go get a drink of his iced tea, and he picked it up and threw it all over himself. That's true. And he goes, they changed the way. They need to tell you. That's not a regulation cup. I was That's so That's an pissed. insane thought to have. <laughs> they changed the weight of the cup. Yeah, it was a glass cup. What was that place called? Um, I, it doesn't matter, but this is there's a thing called object permanence, uh, and most babies get it by two years old. <laughs> you understand that things can change. In I front right. of, no, I this think is, you're right. He's the, right. The, yeah. the square cups, I don't know if there's some anomaly in the law. This is dumb and should be illegal. It's ridiculous. You, you, no, it makes no sense at all. The cups should be round. Uh, oh, I looked this up. Cups are round in every state except for Commonwealth. Uh, Commonwealth. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. I, I got a, I got a, well, how do you feel about this? So last night... Uh, I, I'm going to say negative. Oscar, <laughs> Jeff Oscar, he'll be here later with things we failed to mention. He and I went out to dinner. And uh, how do you think of what, if you're, you sit at the table and the waiter comes up and plops himself down next to you and starts talking to you? Oh, I don't like that. Do, let me ask Too you familiar. something. You and uh, Oscar uh, had dinner? Yeah. Just the two is, of you? is your son in town? <laughs> he was already eating. I called up. He was already downtown eating. Okay. Did you say that? I don't want to do this in front of company, you guys. This is crazy. Yeah, they didn't come here this to watch us fight. A family? Who wants to see a family fight? <laughs> yeah. Now they wake up. Take my shirt yeah. off a little bit. Yeah, he got here too. I got caught in a traffic jam. I do jam. not care for servers coming over and sitting down. No. Oh, I like it. It's, it's fun. A, it's a big you time want to, pet like, peeve. Scoot next to you in the booth. No. 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 That yeah, doesn't bother me. It bothers I'm, you? I'm their employer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tip them. They can't come over and go. Oh, I know what you mean about it. Up, uh, uh, you don't mind grumpy that? Grumpy no. <laughs> no. If it's a booth, do you put your you put your hand on their knee. Oh. <laughs> do you do one of these? As oh. a comic, we prefer to date How's the waiters. <laughs> How's the Caesar salad? <laughs> Bushy. Oh, you two don't even fake that. That makes me vomit. Don't. Mm -hmm. By by, how many people think it's okay for the waiter or waiters to sit down next to you and take your order? Anybody? By if you like that, applaud. Yes. Yeah, I'm fine with it. 
How many think it's just rude and, and wrong and they're your employer? Yeah, there we go. Employee, thank you very much. I don't know about that. Let them sit with you. They're trying to get... They've been on their feet all day. They're just was, trying to level with you. I was under the impression that restaurants did not want their servers to do that. I, but, I think that probably yeah, is. Yeah, I think it's hey, Helen, kind of a rule. Hey, Helen, warm my coffee up. Why don't you get off your ass? <laughs> <laughs> Run and get the coffee pot. Huh? I, I get what you're saying, but it has a real get off my lawn vibe. Trot, trot along yeah. there, Nancy. Let's go. <laughs> well, uh, and then she goes, "Okay, Karen, uh, here it comes." Well, I just I was just asking you how you felt about that. Uh, What's okay. the, what is the male equivalent of Karen? Is it like Chad or? We don't have one, do we? Trevor. I don't know. Trevor. No, Ka Karen implies someone who goes to the manager and is. Uh, returning stuff and always complaining. I don't know if anybody have any ideas on that. Tom, Tom, Tom fits pretty good. Yeah, Tom fits right in. Tom is right there. No, Tom is unfortunate. You've got your Uncle Tom. Yep. Mm -hmm. Starting with that one, are we? <laughs> okay. That is unfortunate. You got, yeah. got You got your peeping Tom. I mean, yeah. it's not, you know. Yeah. You know, fun Tom. You got your broadcaster Tom. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, peeping Tom and Uncle Tom. Growing up with that was rough. But uh, with what time kind of, of kids come? Hey, peeping Tom! <laughs> Where did you grow up? No, but I mean it's associated. With, if you said if you put for a, if you were doing a crossword, it was blank Tom. It would either be well, what about me? I grew up with peeping. Chuck, Chuck Hole, Chuck Bobuck. I know where you grow up. Uncle Tom's Cabin was considered a comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I, I knew that the funniest movie, funniest movie I've ever seen, Birth of a Nation. Have you seen it? Oh, man, it's hilarious. Uh, coming up, we have uh, uh, sex toys all over the road. Yeah, we do. Um, uh, sex Did get... they make a vibrator that squeezes like a dog toy, like squeaks? Weeky, weeky, weeky. Like when you, when you go in and out, or when it goes inside you? Could be. Weeky, weeky, weeky. Why do you want it to squeak? I don't know. I just thought of it. It would, then it would, it would, sound, it would sound like you need weaky, oil. Weaky, weaky. Wake up your day. Oil can. Oil can. Or then weaky, the dog weaky. would be in bed weaky, with you. Weaky, weaky. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That would be a Last thing Christy wants when she comes home yeah. is to fight the dog oh. for the sex toy. Weaky, weaky. Hey, good morning, and welcome to the Bob and Tom Show for a Tuesday. This is Christopher here in the Bob and Tom Studios on the show today. Drew Powell, George Wallace, Bill Burr, Al Jackson, Allie Breen, and lots more. But coming up next on the show, we'll talk about Minnie Ripperton. That and more coming up next here on the Bob and Tom Show. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Make today the day you kickstart a new healthy routine. What are you waiting for? With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Meet your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Head to factormeals.com slash bobandtom50 and use code bobandtom50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code bobandtom50 at factormeals.com slash bobandtom50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. 
If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Macy's, Adidas, Walmart, Nike, Wine.com, Samsung, Lenovo, Sephora, and more. And even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use. And you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers. And Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. I remember way back when I was just a boy going places with my mom and dad. It used to scare me to death how mama used to act after six or seven beers she's had. <laughs> we were sitting at a table when mama got disabled, all the liquor running to her head. And soon I got to choking, daddy wasn't joking when he grabbed me by the arm and said, don't look now, Mama's got her boobs out showing everybody in town. <laughs> Faces turning red, we were wishing we were dead. There were people standing all around. Yeah. When Mama gets to drinking, there ain't much thinking. There's nothing anybody can do. You just a hope and pray there never comes a day when Mama's out drinking with you. <laughs> well, we got her in a truck and we started driving home, and Mama said she had to go. Daddy pulled it over, we were standing on the shoulder while Mom was putting on a show. <laughs> well, he started up the truck and Mama stood up with her pants still around her knees. When we heard Mama holler, if you give me a dollar, well, I'll let you take a peek at these. <laughs> Don't look now, Mama's got her boobs out showing everybody in town. Faces turning red, we were wishing we were dead, there were people standing all around. When mama gets to drinking, there ain't much thinking, there's nothing anybody can do. You just hope and pray, there never comes a day when mama's out drinking with you. You just hope and pray, there never comes a day when mama's out drinking with you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is the Bob and Tom Show for a Tuesday. Welcome back. This is Christopher here in the Bob and Tom Studios. The gang is still out on break. They'll be back next Monday, January the 8th. In this segment, we're going to talk about Minnie Ripperton, fine singer, and drunks at Disney. Also coming up, there's Josh Arnold with this weirdo music. Yeah, this, we need to sit down. Go through them. Yeah, delete some stuff. Oh, you're welcome to do it. I'm Ace sure all of you will be here as soon as 10.01 arrives. <laughs> <laughs> I beg your pardon. He doesn't stay till 10.01. We do. I beg your pardon. Josh I and I do. I'm often here until 10.02. Yeah. I, I, am I not supposed to do that? I thought that was okay. No, you're good. Man. You're good. I thought that was an allowance for my you, uh, for, odd behavior. We, we have more than earned it. <laughs> We, we prefer it that way. Hi, Ace Cosby. Hi, Chick. There's Willie Griswold. I'm the first guy in, last guy out every... Oh, sorry. I'm the last guy in, first guy out every day. There Love it. Go. Great schedule for me. I'm it Chick, is good. And here's Tom. Four and out the door. Um, we have uh, Christy Lee at the news desk. Yep. But well, she can't start yet me. because you're not done over there. <laughs> well, how can you take that any way but a uh, an insult? I don't understand. Mm. Hmm. Here, what have you got going? Here's this song. 
This is that Minnie Riverton song I was telling you about. I love this song. It's called Le Fleur. Le Fleur. Nice guitar. The trouble with the song is she doesn't have a very good vocal. Will somebody wear me to the I like this song a lot, too. Is this at the end of Us? Yes, it is. Yeah. Exactly sure right. I'm not sure where I heard it. Oh, it started over. Is it but the, anyway, end, the yeah. end of what? The movie Us, the Jordan Peele movie. Oh, is it? Yeah. Hmm. They're sort of zooming know. out. Hands Across America deal. Beautiful valley. You see helicopters crashing and it's hands wild. Rolling. It's oh, yeah. terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's a good tune. I'd like to hear a mashup with her and Drowning Pool. Let the bodies hit the floor. <laughs> Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies. Have you heard? Time to the song. Do you my uh, what's I always get these guys mixed up. A little John my, from the window to the wall. Yeah, the sweat runs down my balls. Yeah, uh, <laughs> artificial intelligence. They did that with Frank Sinatra's voice. It's worth a listen. That song. Yeah. Oh, I want to hear that. Till the sweat runs down my balls. Really? That's a song, isn't it? It's darn good. Yeah, it's a great song. Kind of a Richard Cheese feel. A a little Dicky Cheesy, yeah. You remember Richard Cheese? I do not. He's one of the... It's like a lounge singer that does all those kind of songs. But there are filthy words in it. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I'm not familiar with his work. Is it religious? Uh, like a gospel? Religious, yeah, but the name Dick Cheese. That's his, yeah. <laughs> and the first one to laugh is a sinner. <laughs> it's a test, really. Hey, I know it's been a long NBA offseason. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was sarcasm. It's like a week and two days. My goodness. A law student. He sent him. You know, I wanted to be a lawyer, Tom. I didn't know that. I didn't time. know that. There's still time. Is there of course, still time? doing law yeah. school is probably going to take away from your ability to do this. <laughs> and what is this? <laughs> oh, here's uh, Josh's bodies, I guess. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. What do you think, Tom? Let the bodies hit the floor. <laughs> really kicks in there. Oh, yeah. It does, it is. They let you know they're there. <laughs> Who is this? Drowning pool. Oh. I don't care. It's a pool for that. drowning in. I think Tom would <laughs> I think Tom would agree with me on this. I don't care for the guitar tone. Really? Shrill. Too high? It's, it's I love it. High. I, can you unpleasant. hear that? It's it, like that Tom Morello-inspired thing. Yeah. It's badass and angry. Tom um, is exactly right. It's unpleasant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, this song is, is still great. Oh, it makes me want to hit a kid or something, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I'm just saying it makes me want to. That's, yeah, that's, that's. I'm not saying I'm going. To. I just, no, no. Song, yeah. just, I, I was a regular guy before it. The song came on. I was inspired. I'd never do it, but I'd punch a child right in the face. <laughs> Out of my way! What is wrong with is you? Is this guys? the song that has the sweat and the testicles? Is that no, what's going on? No, that's, 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 no, that's not. I that would never sing about such nonsense. Wasn't that the name of a Paul Newman movie? Skeet, Skeet, the Drowning Pool. Yeah, what is this band called? Drowning Pool. Yeah. So oh, no, it's the Drowning Pool. <laughs> it's what the hell's going on here? Am I, am I, am I losing my hearing? I... We've been talking about pools all morning, Tom. We have. I yes, know. we have. Okay, that's that ties in. Thank you, Ace. <laughs> As usual, Ace. This is how he's going to be when he's at the end of his sanity. He's, yes, I understand. I need to be in this nice straight jacket all the rest of my life. Oh, I, I get that. I understand. To get an engineer in here, tell me about this cool. Hey, it's pool. been a long NBA off season, and now a law student uh, says he found a loophole that allows him to join the NBA draft. 21-year-old Jordan Haber. 
We'll be heading to the Barclays Center in Brooklyn tomorrow, uh, despite having never played a single game of basketball in college, high school, or even middle school. He read the NBA's collective bargaining agreement because, you know, he thought he would, and discovered that you do not need to be a basketball player to be eligible. And per the agreement, he meets all the other conditions. After submitting his paperwork, he was informed that he was eligible for the NBA draft. Haber, a a lifelong Miami Heat fan, says that uh, I know the invite is a formality, but I want to show people you can do anything if you just set your mind to it. And you're a lawyer. And you're a pushy prick. (laughs) If I were, I don't know, like Florsheim, I would offer this guy a shoe deal. Florsheim. Exactly. Do they still make shoes? I don't think. I think Floorsheim has expanded into like uh, natural reefs or something. What is this? It sounds I mean, like think they just, just like some really common shoe. I don't know. Floorsheim is where you go for red shoe. red ball jets or something. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny to have a shoe deal for a guy that is not even eligible to play? <laughs> a nice dress shoe. A nice I, Oxford. Call him like Air Bench. <laughs> Uh, so a regular guy shoe to you is floor shine <laughs> or a red ball. Jet. I don't know what are I don't. You guys are all these shoe guys. We're not shoe guys. I just like last night. Shoes. I was walking into a sporting goods store. Oh, I love this show. Yeah. <laughs> and I held the door for two um, rabbis. Uh, <laughs> good joke. That would have been Rabbi that would have been funnier. <laughs> two ladies. Yes. Yeah. Ladies can be rabbis. And I was wearing a specific brand of shoes by chance. Rabbits. Uh, and they immediately asked me to, to review them. How do you how do you like those? What do you got? All birds? What, well, what, what are, are they? Sketchers? Uh, they're the is it O G or O N? What are those called? Oh, on. The on clouds. On, on, on clouds. clouds. Those things. These two ladies walked in, you were holding the door for them, and they said, Hey, how do you like your shoes? Yes. You were wearing oh. OCs? Yeah. So you were shopping at an insane asylum, weren't you? Because no, everyone I was, around and, and these, you was these, also these crazy. women were um, a couple. Yeah. Um, what do you mean? <laughs> you just, you can figure, how yeah, do you we know, know a couple of women. What do you how mean? How do you know they were a couple? Well, what, what you well, yeah, you profile well I can tell you this. They certainly weren't married in my America. <laughs> they were lovely. We had a nice chat about the shoes. Yeah, how did you know they were? Yeah, unless they were grabbing each other by the... <laughs> unless they were making out in front of you. know they were a couple? Well, because <laughs> no, the easy. fact that they both resembled Dick Butkus. <laughs> no, they were, they were a nice couple. Okay, yeah, sure. You know what? This is the best because this is what happens during the holidays with everyone's father at Thanksgiving or Christmas. And you're acting exactly like his son. Wait a minute. As he's talking. Come on, Pop. Two women. Look at Tom's. We've all seen the shoes Tom wears. Yeah, Yeah, right. Look at them and say, hey, how do you like those? No, I was. Because they might be interested in wearing them. They are lesbians. (laughs) (laughs) That's not good. No, I wasn't wasn't wearing all birds or whatever the normal shoes I wear. I was. uh, I'd, I'd gone for a long walk with the dogs. I was going to say you don't wear OCs in here. Oh, and no, I don't like wearing. I don't like wearing tennis shoes. Oh, you know that. I don't like wearing athletic shoes except when I'm taking the dogs for a long walk. Anyway, the only reason I know they're OCs is because that's what the email says by their stupid logo. Yeah, their logo. Yeah, it, it absolutely looks their, like OC. Yeah, logos, it does. Yeah, the, the logo dumb. stinks on ice. So it's on cloud. So it is OC. Yeah, it should be. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, anyway, so these ladies asked me about the shoes, and then I give up. Uh, Finn and I were there trying to buy her a knife. Oh, so yes. Uh, <laughs> well, this story just gets better. Where do you get a knife to Finn? We had a wait five. 
would want to buy a knife. Uh, she has a newfound face. interest in whittling. <laughs> no, she does. She's going to nature camp this oh, week. Oh, okay. And they're whittling, and so we decided to go buy her a knife. <laughs> Where I could possibly and, and, go wrong. And then the two ladies walked down to the shoe area after I explained how much I like. You know what? Any representative of any <laughs> child protection service across the United States would take that daughter away from you. You know that. Oh. So, check. When I was 14, me and my dad went to Cleveland to go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, okay. It was around June. I saw what I thought was a pride parade because I saw a lot of, you know, the pride flags, the rainbow stuff. I go, hey, dad, I think there's a pride parade. And he goes, nah, I don't think so. Can't be sure. And I go, okay, whatever. We pull into the parking garage. He sees two Subarus and he goes, definitely a pride parade. <laughs> Classic joke. Close. Oh, yeah. not, no, not joking at all. Oh, well, yeah. but that's the, sub- the yeah, Subaru that's the, was the stereotype. So you like your serious. own clouds, huh? I do like them. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But um, are they walk, you like gave walking a good on clouds? Um, yeah, they're they're very good shoes. But I didn't find the knife. We have to go back and shop again today. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Why are you buying thin knife? She's, she's gonna whittle a she's nature whittling. camp. She's Don't a nature. they provide knives at camp? But she wants to go home to practice. Okay. She ten. Ten. Good for her. I remember when I was ten, I was obsessed with knives, and I told her about cutting off my knuckle and having the stitches. You can still see the scar. Oh my god! <laughs> She'll do great. Yeah, she, you got to get a kid a good knife. Uh, 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 apropos nothing, can I? I bombed hard with the neighborhood kids yesterday. What wow. happened? I never make them laugh. <laughs> Why, why Sounds don't like they have I'm... a great sense of humor. <laughs> well, well, try the joke on us. Try, try putting see. your pants on. Maybe yeah. they're, maybe they're yeah, just maybe so they're... shocked. Oh, that could come out in your boxers. I uh, A gigantic branch fell in my yard. Right. And, uh, <laughs> I'm I, a great audience. I'm sorry. I heard, I, I heard it from my kitchen. I was like, what was that? I look out, huge branch fell off a, a, a tree that I'm going to have cut down. And, and uh, I, I went out there and there were some kids already looking at it. And I was like, oh, geez, these kids were playing near here. This is... So I come out, I go, uh, I go, uh, man, that was loud. And they're like, yeah. And I go, uh, why'd you guys pull that down? Nothing. No laughing. And uh, I, from from your uh, reaction, it wasn't funny? Is no, that, uh, no, not funny. They, scared they think you're serious. They thought you they were serious, yeah. And then they go, wait a minute, I go, dude, I'm totally kidding. And then uh, I go, uh, all right, well, and I kind of looked, I was like, what tree? And we were like kind of looking, at, and I go, all right, well, go. you guys go ahead and clean this up. I'll be inside. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Again, they're kids. They think adults are serious. And- Why would they ever take me seriously? Have they just looking at? Do we think kids look at me and go, "Oh, that's a serious man"? Yes, yes. yes. You look very yes. serious from a kid's point of view, for sure. Huh. Yeah, you're, 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 you know, they think adults know everything. All right. Took Josh. me a long time to realize that most adults don't know anything. I once told a therapist. I'm just, I'm real quick, I'm just used to talking to my nephews and nieces who don't take me seriously at all. Well, so, that's because well, they they're used you. to being around yeah, you and they know you. They've been told by your brothers. They sure have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Uncle Josh is coming. Crazy Uncle Josh. For God's sake, humor him and yeah. don't, don't drink the beers when he ends up. I had a therapist one time tell me that you can't refer to life as a comedy show. You shouldn't be talking about moments off stage and saying, I totally bombed. <laughs> <laughs> I think you might take huh. that advice as That's well. That's good advice. Yeah. Josh, just do what Tom does. Give them knives. Yeah. <laughs> Tom is in the process of buying his young daughter a knife. Yeah, she's very excited she's about it. learning to whittle. She's enjoying it. <laughs> good. Is it going to be a switchblade? She's at outdoor camp for the next couple weeks. I would like to purchase uh, a piece of whittled wood from her. Is okay. she spending the night at outdoor camp? Uh, this is, no, that's later this summer. This oh, is, she's going to an overnight camp? Yeah, of course. Of course. of course, she's oh, ten. Yeah. This is her third year. Man. I would like a bird. Wow. A bird, yeah. 
Oh, you mean a bird carved? Yeah. Okay. Well, we can. So. No, a bird stabbed and, and nailed to a, a, a hunk of wood so we can put it on the coffee table. <sighs> yeah, no, the neighborhood kids didn't think that was funny when I did that. <laughs> you can't what did tell kids do kids. before camp? We never had camp. I didn't, I didn't have camp. No. Oh. Hello, Bob and Tom Show. Hey, Bob and Tom. It's Donnie Baker. Hi, Hi Donnie. Donald. Hey, uh, rumor has it's got back around to me. Somebody here worked told me that Tom, you're you're thinking about. Buying my boat so that Josh and Jeff Oscade can start doing fishing tournaments regular. Yeah, oh, I said that right. yesterday, yeah. Well, the fact remains, unless you're fishing for tail, this ain't the boat for you. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> really? <is> that right? <laughs> I swear to God, my boat's reeled in so many piglets over the years, I should rename it the Slaughterhouse. Wow. <laughs> oh, I swear to God. Oh, no. <laughs> and I know I ask him, you like my boat, Tom, because you're like my stupid neighbors that think it's a sailboat. Well, sorry to burst your bubble, Christopher Cross, but that ain't a mask. It's a stripper pole. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yep, it's game used for Xanadies. I got four of them out of there after the flood in 94. Uh. <laughs> and um, the best part is, if storm kicks up, it also serves as a lightning rod. Oh, uh. that's safe. I know you're about safety. Sounds like uh, you boys are looking for a bass boat. Yes, sir. But I tell all my potential buyers, mine's more of an ass boat. Uh. <laughs> I swear to God. There's a way bigger difference. And it's the best boat on the market. It just needs parts. Tom, all it needs is some work duct tape, maybe another guy on a flex sill, and <laughs> couple two-by-fours get the hole up and run them back to being seaworthy. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and my idiot cousin Lonnie has a, over 200-horsepower Evinrude outboard. It's got over 300-horsepower in it if you run it on T-cycle. But he damn near wrecked it trying to run it on diesel last year. So all, all it needs is drain and, um, and parts and some more duct tape for the prop. Stupid prop wants to fight with the county stump grinder. Oh. So we're suing the state. We'll probably get a whole new prop once they wise up and settle with it. Uh-huh. Yeah, he would have never been on the ground in the first place if them Dixie stowed my trailer got busted. Mm. You know, I figured the boat was maybe would act as a deterrent, but hell no. They lift that bad boy right up off the ground, stowed my trailer, livestock, and barrel. Wow. You know? So if you know anybody with a gently used trailer, have them hit me up on my page, or I can hook it up with a mint-conditioned Sony VCR fully stocked with first two seasons of Lonesome Dove and Faces of Death 4. Offer last till noon. I'm going to go. Okay, thank you, Don. Yeah, you know, he needs a trailer. Maybe you're right. That might not be the boat we're No, I don't think yet. so. We were thinking yeah. more of a nice Phoenix or something. Yeah, he's, Phoenix, that's a nice boat. Yeah, sure. He needs yeah. a gallon of Flex Seal. Yeah. <laughs> Is that stuff ever? Does it work? Yes, it does. It sure seems like Are it. Are you serious? You've used it? Mm-hmm. Okay. What did you use flex steel for? I had a hole in my ceiling and uh, had a leak. And, uh, and they, they tried it on that submersible by something. the Titanic. That sounds like a lovely hole. <laughs> if you have a hole in your ceiling, you've probably got a problem in your attic. <laughs> there might be a critter. It's worked before years. Uh, all right, cool. Oh, all right. All right. From what I've read. Like, Nothing like sitting there watching TV thinking your roof's going to cave in any minute. <laughs> you are a man. I'm on a budget. They're not going to even. Look. I don't get to play. Um, buy him a new you roof. You do not get to play. Chick, I, I was just saying, I think they had some flex seal on board the... <laughs> Titan, I know what he meant, Titan. yes. Those of you who uh, oh. listen to the... If you uh, just imagine what Tom might be saying off the air yeah. about that whole situation, oh, and then yeah. take it a step further, and that's exactly... Anyway. They're already dead, and they deserved it. Uh, <laughs> guys, it's I, That was his opening line this morning, wasn't 950 it? 950 people signed a petition nine years ago about that thing. <laughs> it was awful.
Horrible. Hey, that's a word to go down 12,000 feet and you've got a thing of duct tape in there in case it springs a leak. I, duct tape's pretty versatile. <laughs> yeah, oh, sure. Yeah, I can only imagine the pressure down that low. Well, the Flex Seal will hold it. <laughs> There's a commercial hey, for you. Hey, let's change the subject. Uh, oh, I'm we? sorry. It was my fault. Okay, good. <laughs> a Walt Disney World guest was banned from the parks following several drunken incidents at Epcot. <laughs> Video shared on TikTok shows a woman climbing out of a boat on the Grand Fiesta Tour as she yells at yellow guests and cast members from the emergency exit platform. What are you going to do? <laughs> Bring Mickey out here. She, I'm going to hunt me a pirate. Yeah. <laughs> she later hops over the ride's barriers and leaves. The video's cool. caption explains the woman also became violent with cast members. <laughs> Spokesperson for the Orange County Sheriff's Office. I'll stick you. The deputies responded to two separate disturbances involving the same 37-year-old woman. Get her out of there. An hour after the Grand Fiesta Tour fiasco, she caused a a disturbance rather in line for Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. Oh, that's a good one, too. And was trespassed trespassed from the property. You're not Groot. <laughs> I am Groot. <laughs> You're not a real president. <laughs> Finally, I get to make love to Kennedy. Finally. <laughs> 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 He's trying to climb onto the stage of the Hall of Presidents. Coming up next on the big show, Tim McLaughlin, the mayor of Farttown. He's on the way in just a couple of minutes. Come on back. This is the Bob and Tom Show. More of the Bob and Tom Show now for a Tuesday. Welcome back. This is Christopher in the Bob and Tom Studios. How about a segment with Tim McLaughlin, the mayor of Fart Town? Here's Willie Griswold at the National Weather Desk. Oh, yeah. We got severe thunderstorms. Okay, okay, that's yeah, fine. I'm Chicken Heath the Sports Desk. And, Tom, we have a special guest in the studio. We can't introduce him yet, though. So sorry. Why not? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. so sorry. Joke of the day. Show them how it's done, you know. Uh-huh. Yesterday, oh, talk a lot of talk about smoke, smoking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I learned what mermaids smoke. Whoa, oh, yeah. seaweed. That was a scuffy right. joke. Of pretty, the day. pretty bad. No, that was the bad one. Mm. I like today's. You have to be a hipster to understand weed is marijuana. Weed. Yeah, all that. Okay. Now, we have a guest in the studio, and he is on his way to Willie's favorite t shirt club. It's Go Bananas in Cincinnati. Oh, that's right. And Willie, that's his good luck t shirt. I do wear that shirt a lot. That's my golden t shirt. His name is is Tim McLaughlin. Please, Tom, his honor. The mayor of Fart Town? That's right. Yeah, I, I was told he's trying to get rid of that moniker. <laughs> well, too bad. I like it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, re, I'm not rebranding. I'm just, I got two brands. So on Instagram, because they see you, I'm at hot underscore comic 69. <laughs> uh-huh. So that, does, people, does that mean that someone already had at comic 69? At hot comic. At hot comic 69. Yes, they did. <laughs> and does that mean there were 68 others of those? or No, no. 69 is, you know, 69. Okay. Okay. So you that. had to add the, okay. what is it, underscore? I had to put the underscore in there so that everyone knows that I'm like, uh, oh, sorry, Joe. No, no, you're good. You're good. 
I'm sorry, I haven't been on the radio in years. I don't know what's going on. Um, yeah, I did put the underscore in there, but that, but it really, it's been working out. People have been seeing me and not following me. It's, they think it's a real, it's a real clickbait. So it's nice. Okay, okay. Uh, and then right. of course I follow my regular branding at Mayor of Fart Town on Twitter. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now do you have to have the uh, the O and of capitalized or? I just capitalize that so that people know that there's uh, when the next word starts. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, I see. Then you do with a small F, and then you do okay. uh, big F. And listen, I know we've been throwing them around today on the show, but you do a small F, and then you do the big F for fart, so that people know. <laughs> sure. Right. Yeah. Very sure. confusing. Right. It's, it's, it's like proper now. It's, it's, it's yeah. like passwords. Yeah. They're, they're so complicated. Oh I can't boy. Stand well, we haven't seen you in a few years. What's new in your life? I don't know. Oh, uh, nothing. I mean, I live in uh, Brooklyn, New York now. Okay. Oh, cool. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I got, I live with my girlfriend. My girlfriend, it's nice that I live in Brooklyn because uh, I have a, a rich girlfriend. She pays two thirds of the rent. Oh, oh. <laughs> pretty sweet. She has two jobs, so she pays two thirds. Makes that makes sense. Yeah. 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 Oh, well, that's I only do. fair. Hey, listen, I don't have a job. I still pay a third. Uh-huh. It's harder what I'm doing. People, people are like, your girlfriend should dump you. And I'm like, no, mathematically, I'm really pulling my weight in this relationship. Yep. And <laughs> I've become, and here, I know you guys are going to hate this because you're all dog people on this show, but no. I've become a cat guy. Oh, oh I love cats. So I'm with right. you on this. That makes a lot of sense. You don't watch sports, but I. Uh, <laughs> That's not true. He loves hockey. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Hockey, baseball. Sure. Man, I love my... So we have a backyard in Brooklyn, which is very rare for right. anyone in the Midwest listening. It's a very hard thing to do. But when your girlfriend makes a lot of money, you can do something. <laughs> so I built out the backyard so the cat can't get out, but rats can get in. Okay. Oh. And my cat goes out there <laughs> oh, and God. murders. She murders everything. Last, last summer, she killed five birds wow. and 11 rats. Oh. And it was incredible to watch. Chick... She's out there. I'm out, I'm sitting on the couch. I'm playing video games. Right? Sure. I'm not getting a job. Right. I see my cat just dart. Right. She just darts, and I was like, "It's on, it's on." Then I see her all proudly walking back, rat in her mouth. The rat squiggles. Oh, squiggles gets out, and then she goes wham and just bangs the rat right on the head. The rat's head smashes the ground. Mm-hmm. Blood just shoots out of the yeah. rat's ear. Nice. And I just walked around my house like I did it. I was like, yes! <laughs> yes! Do you bury and, it? And I, what? Well, then what do you do with it? Well, you gotta pick it up and throw it in the trash, but oh. at, at that time I was like, man, do Touching I live a dead with rat? John Wick? <laughs> Is my cat John Wick? That's the proudest I've ever been. And then I was like, oh, I don't need to have children. I won't be proud of my children like this. Because <laughs> I'm dumb. Chick, we know each other. Oh, I know. We're dumb. We're both dumb. Both. I had to Google, what is it called when it's a painting of a person, Chick? Oh. Uh, self, yeah. No, no. Self portrait. portrait. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> portrait. Had to portrait. look it up. Self-portrait. Portrait. Like, I'm so dumb and poor, I'm surprised I don't have children. Should <laughs> 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 be back in the Midwest living in a trailer, fighting a tornado with Mountain Dew. Just throwing Mountain Dew at a tornado. <laughs> well, get out of here. Hmm. What kind of birds your cat killing? <laughs> Regular pigeons. Okay. Just, Those are the easiest. To yeah, they don't move yeah. real fast. They're real dumb. There was a, there are was they a full of disease? Just... I mean, you got rats and pigeons. <laughs> like, you wash, can you wash your hands?
hands. Tom would have. Well, he's not eating them. What? I didn't handle them with my hands. I put on a glove and picked up the rat and threw it in the trash. Well, that's good news. I also put it in a little baggie and put it in the trash. I felt bad for the people that go through the trash, but if your life is going through the trash, you're already having a bad time. A rat in a baggie is probably not your worst. Yeah, no, we're probably thankful it's in the baggie. Yeah. How thoughtful. Yeah. Thank you. Christy, we uh, teased the story yesterday. We never got to it. I forgot about this story because it's so interesting, especially to me, because I'm a lover of salt and I'm not supposed to eat it anymore. But um, it involves the electric chopsticks. Yeah, researchers in Japan have developed electric chopsticks, as Tom alluded to. They work by using electrical stimulation and a mini computer worn on a wristband. All right. Professor (laughs) Homiai Maya, she... Yeah. Who's that? Uh-huh. Sorry, Christy. I, <laughs> Who's that man? I, I? Oh. Many will say that's the only reason we're doing this story. This, yeah. la, this last name is, uh, his name is M-I-Y-A-S-H-I-T-A. Mm-hmm. So, uh, May I? I'm sure it's Shita. Mia Shita? Yeah, I met him actually at a Chinese restaurant. You oh, did? you did? Yeah, he said uh, he said Mia Shita, and it was a it was a <laughs> there was only one stool, and he said, "Well, if you Mia Pia, I'll I'll give you the stall." <laughs> <laughs> Mia Pia, you can take the stall since you were Shita. So now you know why we're doing the story. Well, I, I I'm all for it. I, I could barely have you seen the. Uh, I love it. I love have you seen the the oh, training wheel uh, chopsticks? They've got like a little uh, grommet you put, and it holds mm-hmm. the chopsticks yeah, together. I've yeah. got one in the car. They're very cool. You've got one in the car. Ace has one in the car. <laughs> yeah, they, they'll and you it. say he shouldn't be on the show. They'll take. Did it, you hear what he just said? They'll take a rubber band and make those for you at the for Chinese the kids, restaurants for yeah. the kids. Yeah. Well, how do these electric work, Christy? Thank you for asking, Josh. <laughs> electric chopstick. Now, first of all, doesn't electric chopsticks sound like a, a cruise ship Hendrix cover band? It, yeah. <laughs> Tonight. Coming up next hour here on the Bob and Tom Show, West Coast correspondent Al Jackson will have that for you. But coming up next on the show, how Josh and Pat woke up and Rick calls in. It's coming up next here on the Bob and Tom Show. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. This is the Bob and Tom Show for a Tuesday morning. Welcome back. This is Christopher here in the Bob and Tom Studios. Coming up in this segment, how Josh and Pat woke up, plus a phone call from Rick. Let's get back to it. Jess Hooker at the news desk. Hello. There's Pat Godwin. Hey, Chip. There's Josh Arnold. Hi there. There's Ace Cosby. There's Willie Griswold. Haven't had a weird show in a while. I like this. Uh, I'm Chick McGee with a uh, true tale from the green room. And uh, here's Tom Griswold. 
So I'm in the green room, minding my own business, and Josh and uh, what's the guy who plays guitar? What's his name? Uh, Godwin. Pat Godwin. Pat Godwin. So they're talking about how they woke up this morning. And let me tell you something. If you haven't uh, wanted to run out into traffic, (laughs) stand around and listen to Pat and Josh talk about their sleeping habits. How did you wake up this morning, Josh? Other than alone and sticky. Well, Josh... Well, Tom, it's interesting. Josh woke up with an hour yet before he had to get up, so he fell back asleep, and he fell back asleep pretty well, evidently. (laughs) And then Godwin, uh, his alarm went off, and his alarm was under his pillow, and he didn't know know what was going on. I should have known. You know, we were having a cut. As you and I were talking, Chick was in there, quiet, and in in a little, for a split second in my head, I went, oh, Chick's not giving us a hard time about this. (laughs) (laughs) Something was wrong. It was the stupidest uh, damn thing I've ever heard. Uh, the did did anything this, interesting happen? The I, green room cut up wasn't cutting up. I heard this buzzing. I thought, what the hell's that? It's my alarm. Oh, it's my phone under my pillow. I couldn't believe it. And, uh, What's the most interesting story you have about ever waking up? Do any anything unusual? Woke up in a lawn one time. Well, yeah, like, that's always a special. F- I've only done it once. Seventeen like, once for you. Yeah, my friend's mom was poking me with his driver, like his golf driver. <laughs> <laughs> Are you okay? Are you okay? Get inside. Luckily, I woke up in this in somebody's lawn, and, and no one saw me. I was able to just to slink off. Buddy, a, a buddy of mine <laughs> threw up in a lawn, fell asleep <laughs> right next to it, and what woke him up was the family coming out going to church. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's nice. I bet they prayed extra hard today yes. that that doesn't happen to their kids. Yeah. I feel like I got a couple. One of them, uh, I was asleep, and at the time I lived on a, a small lake. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I, I woke up and I noticed that the the wall was sort of reddish. Hmm. Uh, this is weird. And I got up and looked out the window, and across the lake there was a house completely on fire. Oh no. Oh. Um, so that was weird. Yeah, that's yeah. a weird way to wake up. I woke up uh, after uh, open heart surgery one time, and um, <laughs> these people are like, there's alarms going off, and <laughs> they were trying to save your life. And I'm and- sorry, Tom, I pulled through, okay? <laughs> Ace? I woke up from a dead sleep. must have been dreaming about this, but I woke up and th- thinking I was missing my flight to Turks and Caicos, which I of course, woke up, got up, ran to my safety of the passport, and I'm like, why would I go to Turks and Caicos? <laughs> How weird. That is weird. That is this is recently? A couple of years ago. Okay, okay. Huh. Mr. Godwin, an unusual wake-up story? Yeah, in so. jail. <laughs> there we go. We yeah. have a winner. Yeah. What is that, Mecklenburg County? Yeah, yeah. Mecklenburg County Jail, 14 hours, baby. Yeah. Wow. So you, got, you were able to sleep in the jail? No, soon? no, I'm kidding. I did not sleep. Changes a man. It does. <laughs> makes you hard. Did they give you a suit to wear? Did they give you like the no, whole No, I thought I was going to get the orange jumpsuit, but I did not. Yeah. Okay. Well, you got to some of you're bummed out about it. Well, <laughs> there's a story there that he told me once. Yeah, it's, it's long and chick won't like it. <laughs> uh, I heard this buzz and I thought, what's that? Well, my phone's under my pillow. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Jess, anything, any great wake up stories? Yeah, I woke up. Um, I was having a baby, maybe? No, 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 no. I was awake through all those. Um, so my dad got divorced and I stayed friends with my stepsister and I was over at my dad's ex-wife's house. Does that make sense? Yes. Yep. So we get super high. Nice. And uh, and we get into a fight in front of the refrigerator because she said, you can't eat or you're going to lose your high. And okay. So we, so we wrestle it out. To the wrestle point. it out. So we do. And, and then... 
and then I and I just fall asleep. I just pass out there in front of the refrigerator, and I wake up to my to my ex stepmom, my dad's ex wife, kicking me and going, "What are you doing here?" <laughs> <laughs> and I said, "Where is Jesse?" And she goes, "She had to go to work. She she left you here, and oh. she she left me there." And I so then I, I said, "I need a ride home. You have to drive me home." <laughs> she left me there. Did you ever get to eat? No, I didn't. What know. the hell? No, I no. hate Jesse. <laughs> Yes. Okay, well, those are our wake-up stories. <laughs> oh, God, no. Oh, good. Hello, Bob and Tom show. Uh, hey, uh, Bob Tom is, uh, is Rick. Hi, <laughs> Rick. How are you? Uh, you guys have a weird show there a little bit today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> How did you wake up, Rick? Uh, it sounds way weird on this end a little bit. <laughs> okay, good, good. Uh, I'll forget how this bit goes a little bit. I'll tell you this. I love it when Rick calls. <laughs> it's been a while. And it's been a while. <laughs> Apparently Rick forgot how to do it. I, I don't know. I can't help you, Rick. It sounds weird on his end. A little bit. So the moral, the, the moral of the story is don't, don't go into the green room and... Mr. Godwin and Mr. Arnold are talking. <laughs> Having a conversation. Well, Chip's annoyed by people being friendly. Yeah, he I, am, I am. He doesn't care for kindness. No. He doesn't care for, for does. small talk. No. He doesn't yeah. care for Pat and I. <laughs> so, and that had all of that. Yes. Right there. So I, I'm sorry. So what was interesting about the way you woke up today? All I said, <laughs> the way it started, was uh, Pat and I, we like to go in the green room where... I woke up early and I had an hour to sleep yet. Yeah, I fell back to sleep. And I, I, all I said was, uh, man, I was mad when the alarm went off today. <laughs> all he said. And Pat goes, me too. And then we... Uh, and he goes, uh, yeah, normally the alarm doesn't wake me up. Normally yeah. I get up before. I go, you know, same here. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Funny enough, this conversation about waking me up is making me want to go oh, well, to sleep. Well, we were in the green room. It All was, of uh, a right? sudden, I'm a genius. <laughs> yes. Okay. Pat, I, I enjoy and I need our green room exactly. time because I have to leave this room during commercials. <laughs> Otherwise, all I hear about is, did you hear who died? <laughs> I did. But he deserved it. I know. Always a big a-hole. By the way, doesn't joy bother you? It sure does. <laughs> so I like to go in the yeah. green room. Where well, Christy's Joel. not here with our death we, we report. Don't, we did not get the death report. Christy's not here. She's the she's the every angel day. of death. Every, oh, did you hear who died? And, <laughs> and weirdly, she has a smile on her face. And inevitably, Tom goes, "Finally, I hated that person." Just every day. I didn't know we we're saying true things on the air. So I like to go to the we can talk about things like cereal. Yeah, yes. waking up and it's oh, nice. look at the birds in the park. Well, you do like birds. Have a lot <laughs> you both woke up alone and sticky. Yeah. <laughs> Is that sports? Not yeah. sports, Tom. Okay, thank you very much. You're welcome. Uh... Wherever you go, whatever you do, always be a good sport. Jess Hooker. New research finds that sexual activity that leads to orgasm improves sleep. I hope nobody paid for this study. We all <laughs> Study participants felt that partnered sex and masturbation with orgasm reduced how long it took to fall asleep and increased sleep quality. Yeah. However, partnered sex and masturba- masturbation without orgasm appeared to increase the time it took to fall asleep and decreased sleep quality. Uh, there's something I don't understand. What is part? Nerd sex. Part, <laughs> part, 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 it's it's with another person. What? Huh? You can do that? Yeah. 
<laughs> and not pay for it? Yeah. Oh. oh. At two, okay. <laughs> if you're working and you're not getting the job done, then it, 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 it affects your sleep negatively? Yeah, if you don't finish. Oh, that's sad. the claim. That makes sense, though, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 Wait a minute. Have you ever started masturbating and not completed? Yes. yes. Really? Took an Adderall at 5 p.m., can't sleep at 1130. <laughs> yeah, for sure. What the hell's wrong with you guys? I Sometimes I go, what am I doing? And I get up and I, <laughs> yeah, and I, I go, I got to finish my grocery shop. Yeah, I go clean the garage or whatever. Do you wash your hands first? I can't of stand course. here. <laughs> I can't stand here in the candy aisle all day. <laughs> I have to. These kids must all be in school. <laughs> okay. Boy, that built. Yeah, I really did get Here I am publicly masturbating. Right. Now That's it's because enough. I'm in the candy aisle. Right. And I'm not just in the candy aisle from the candy. I'm waiting for the children. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much how that was diagrammed. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. That was really awful, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Really awful. Sorry. Very, very, very sorry. Why were we talking about uh, slurping yesterday? You wanted uh, Josh's best slurp. Yeah. yeah I don't, why. I don't know why you did. It, it didn't was, make sense. I think you didn't think that slurp Josh, uh, Josh slurped very good. Was that well, what that, it was? Yeah, but I don't know why it started in the first yeah. place. Did you slurp your, your tea? No. Your spaghetti? No. I have slurp been known to do spaghetti? that. Yeah. Well, we got this... Um, uh, this interesting letter um, from a proud uh, Navy dad, Jay, uh, writes, um, <clears throat> I was listening to the show. You started talking about slurping spaghetti. Oh, that's right. I just said that. Yeah, we, re- <laughs> we referenced the Is the, my mic on? The dog. <laughs> I hear my voice. Yeah, and you're, I've got my earphones set so the frequency of your voice is negated. <laughs> um, I was flying to Okinawa to celebrate my daughter's birthday. Oh, Where's that, Japan? Konnichiwa. On the 14-hour flight from Dallas to Tokyo, a meal was served with noodles. Um, on, this was on Japan Airlines. 90% of the people on board were Asian. As the meal was served, everyone around me opened up the noodles and began slurping. That's how they're eating, yes. Yes. Loudly. Yes, they enjoy it. I was quietly eating as the other passengers around me were slurping. I was surrounded by 360 degrees of slurping. All I could think of was my parents getting furious at me and my sister if we ever did this. Right. I found the whole thing funny as slurping noodles in Japan apparently completely acceptable. Encouraged. Encouraged. Yeah. uh, It's like a compliment to the chef. A compliment, and they say that you get more flavor. Yeah, it's crazy. And I'm of the mind that while you're enjoying your dinner, someone telling you that you're eating poorly, that your mouth is open, that you're slurping too loud, that's way more rude than whatever you could be doing. (laughs) uh, Let me enjoy my meal, you jerk. I disagree. Have you heard your father eating? Do we know if Willie eats like Tom does? It's not oh, great. I eat like the food's going somewhere. I'm at, okay. I got an Italian beef. I'm putting it in the gravy, and I'm. It's someone's. Yeah, I've had dinner with you and lunch with you. There's. I. I don't remember ever being grossed out. There might be uh, stepmothers or sister in laws. <laughs> okay, that get a little vocal. I, I do remember will. an urgency though when you were eating. No, oh, go ahead. In a com- confined space like a plane, wouldn't the slurping result in some sprayish? You know the. Wow. Yeah, like, can you feel the spray of the person's noodles yeah. next to you? Yeah. I got noodles on a plane recently, and I was what? like... What? I know, I know. It was weird. And what are you, fly, flying Dubai Air? What are you doing? No, it was the Denver flight. For some reason, they had food. And the, the noodles were on the plane, and it was just weird. I didn't get it the whole time. <laughs> just, like, buttered noodles? Yeah, it was like a, a cold, sweet chili noodle with uh, cold beef. It was gross, but I ate all of it. <laughs> <laughs> and there wasn't enough. In just a couple of minutes, we're going to talk about some bedroom music. You'll want to stick around for that, right? It's coming up next on the Bob and Tom Show.
This is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back. This is Christopher in the Bob and Tom Studios. The gang's still out on break. They'll be back next Monday, January the 8th, live right here in these chairs that I'm sitting in. Uh, Coming up in this segment, some bedroom music plus a grizzly bear and some nail polish. Things we want to know about on a Tuesday morning. Willie Griswold's here. Chick's here. I'm Chick, and here's Tom. Thank you very much. Now, we were talking about uh, proper music for the bedroom, and... uh, a guy I can only on, imagine what you play. Uh, well, I, I know what Josh plays. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> now what? Boy, timing sure is everything. Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't think it was going that direction. Don't wanna wow. be. The notion that <laughs> somebody would be masturbating while listening to that song is pretty awesome. <laughs> I guess I'm just going to lean into it at this point. Hello. You know, a good buddy of mine, he, uh, he, he goes, I have to share this with you. Uh, I was, it, it was a, uh, a Saturday night, and uh, he was, said he was alone in a Chicago apartment, and he decided to have at himself. All right. And as he was, as he was doing it... <laughs> A car, a car drove by outside, and uh, the song he heard coming from the car's window was, "Oh, what a night!" <laughs> and he laughed so hard he had to stop. <laughs> that was mean. Josh is not listening to um, to all by myself. No, here's what Josh listens to. Yeah, something upbeat. Crazy hand jive. <laughs> Look at Willie's face. What is that? Is that like it some was song some dance or hand jive? Yeah, Johnny Otis didn't Clapton do a version yeah, of it? Clapton yeah. covered it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, oddly enough, yeah. yeah, it was some weird dance hand thing. Jive. Yeah, that. Yeah, but yeah. Do, do you think people do hop in the bedroom and go, oh, "I got something special for you, baby"? Yep, that's happened. Absolutely. Dress like a stormtrooper. Yeah, probably. I was going to say, yeah, it takes, mm-hmm. takes, uh, takes the sure. May the four inches be with you. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Think you can handle this, baby? Yeah, no, I know I was. Cosplay confused. consummation. <laughs> well, I, I really, to be serious, I like to do this. <laughs> Hello there. Hello there. Hello there. Everybody go be saying Hello there. Again, make it open. Looks like it's top. The news story was this Reddit guy was saying that he, when he played Hudson Mohawk song Sea Bat, his girlfriend hated it and eventually left him. Yeah, two years she had to put up with that. I'm surprised she lasted that long. Yeah, that, that is rough. But to each his own. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look up Hudson Mohawk. That was with uh, Bruce Willis. Yeah, anybody who's willing to make a Hudson Hawk pun in their names, (laughs) I'm a fan of. He's got a couple good jams. Uh, Chimes is one that I like. It's cool. It's like a DJ. It's for outdoor music festival. I like that kind of. I I like it. It's definitely got its place in mind. I I, I, I see you as like a shard a Charday guy. I do. I love. I love Charday. I love. Oh yeah, uh, smooth operators. I like that stuff a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Enya is. A, I mean, Enya's I know that's good. not as hardcore. But, yeah. Your love is king. Is that what is that what Kenny G is for? Am I? Is that the thing? probably? Yeah. Soft, kiss, soft kiss jazz my like neck. that. You know, stuff like kiss that. my neck. That's a Kenny what? G song. Uh huh. It is. Yeah. yeah really? Sure is. Yeah. Okay. No. No. no, no, no <laughs> Lick my thigh. Again, I. I uh, that's a hit. I do like thigh. the commercial jingles. You know. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. you don't. Oh, sure. Stop. Come on. Oh yeah. Just being silly. No, no, I like it. So I'll say 800 safe auto, baby. <laughs> I know every time I finish, I yell, I'm loving it. <laughs> uh, met with uh, 
mostly uh, disgust and hate. <laughs> uh, Christy, Lee, Christy Lee is at the Bob and Tom News Desk. What have we missed? Well, on that romantic note, a couple getting married at Glacier National Park. A couple what? A couple of people. Oh, okay. Glacier? Was upstaged by a hungry grizzly bear. Staten Giles, a wedding videographer, yes. captured footage of a grizzly bear attacking and devouring a moose calf oh. during a wedding ceremony. Oh, that's, that's wow! Taking place on the shore of Two Medicine Lake. So this baby moose is being eaten during by their, a bear by a bear during their wedding. Mr. Giles said the groom was quote most of the way through his vows when oh. the quote grizzly charged out of the brush onto the North Shore and attacked a moose calf <laughs> as the mother looked on. Oh, no. Oh. The, wait, not the proud grizzly mother, but the, the, the mother, mother of the, of the moose. <laughs> yeah. oh. And not, not the mother of the bride. The video... Jeez. Oh. <laughs> That's why we have five or six of them. The video taken from the opposite side of the lake zooms in on the groom when the moose begins to cry out. Oh. The video then cuts the bear feasting on the thrashing animal while shocked wedding guests can be heard reacting in the background <laughs> this is brutal. giles told newsweek that the wedding paused while the bear finished killing the moose mm. oh man. let's just uh, wait uh, for this to be over we'll just if you wouldn't mind we'll all if, if anyone here, here would like to object to these two getting married <laughs> <laughs> i mean other than the grizzly bear oh. god you thought the worst thing that could happen would be you know the dj doesn't show up man you know, isn't that unbelievable there's a lot to be said for getting married outdoors. It's beautiful, but there are a lot of unforeseen circumstances. Yeah, things like can go that. Wrong. Yeah, weather of course. Weather, bees, bees, <laughs> <laughs> stifling <laughs> heat and humidity that I stifling sat through the other day. Life. Yeah. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. talk about a sign. This thing, this bear is gigantic. It is really disturbing. Well, grizzlies are pretty good-sized bears. Yeah. yeah. And did you see where the it, he catches the bouquet? <laughs> I'm next. <laughs> and the bride's arm? Oh, no. I, I can't believe it. It's a good thing they registered for the uh, for the bear spray. That's all I can say. Uh, this wow. this is really terrifying. Um, Sad. This, this was in Montana. Yeah, that you, happens. Be, you got to be careful. In the UK, firefighters rescued a cow. That had gotten its head stuck in a tree. Hmm. According to the BBC, crews were called to the Chilibolton, where the cow had wedged itself in the fork of a willow tree. The Isle of Fire and Rescue Service said it worked with an animal rescue advisor to cut the tree and free the cow safely. Was the Isle of Wight? Yeah. White, yeah. But the, Did uh, I say wit? The Isle of Wight. Yeah. The, yeah. Of course, when the, by the time they got there, the farmer and the cow were both smoking cigarettes, kicking back, yeah. making plans. <laughs> Where we, you want to go away this weekend? <laughs> you got plans? Yeah. You know, I've been thinking, I, I think it's time you met my mother. <laughs> <laughs> I got a nice lake house. Here. Yes. I, call her, I call her Gloria Hull. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, hey, Gloria Holstein. Hey. There you go. Hey, dumbasses. That's us. Since you guys are putting up money for charity on Thursday when we're going to sit around in our diet. No, look, uh, uh, you dummy. That was mm -hmm. dead. That was. Is it dead? Are we out? No, no, we're doing it. No, we're not. I don't think any. You're the only one that's going to help us. Health issues that go along with this. Well, I think I think you doing it by yourself would be hilarious. Yes, Mm -hmm. no, but then you can't weigh it. And you can't, yeah, you can. you can't compare. We can still weigh before and after. Since you guys are putting up money for charity in connection with your thir- Thursday pissing your, f- filling your diapers, I was wondering if Josh's mom was going to match the donations. 
since she's rich. Oh, I see what he's saying. No, actually, my mom's married to a man named Rich. She's not actually rich. Ah. You see, she's uh, fine, but not rich. <laughs> he's so happy to know you. <laughs> you, you. Someone gave you that? Uh-huh. Who, who gave you that? From uh, Brian. How, how did you get hold of it? I, uh, I printed it off my computer. You're a good man. Chief Thank McGee. you. You're damn right. I'm not throwing anybody down the under a bus thing. Okay. <laughs> Authorities in Ohio are saying a wolf that escaped from the Cleveland Zoo has been safely caught. The wolf man. According to, <laughs> according Hello to, there. No, I'm going to hit you hard with Martha and the Vandella. <laughs> oh, that's good. Brilliant. According to the zoo's Jacqueline Gerling, oh, the female Mexican gray wolf briefly breached its habitat and was able to access the guest path for about five minutes. <laughs> hey, mommy, can I pet it? <laughs> Look. Gerling said staff acted quickly to establish a perimeter around the wolf. It was secured by the animal care team and reunited with the other wolves. Mm-hmm. Gerling added that officials are still gathering details on how the animal was able to escape. I hope so. Yeah. yeah. Figure it out so it doesn't happen again. <laughs> Was he going right for the hot dogs? <laughs> made of piggies, right? <laughs> That's Mr. Wolf. Hot dogs made of piggies. Right. Maybe he's uh, trying to get to a city that has a football team with a quarterback that isn't a potential felon. Maybe. Yeah, I'm like mm. Cleveland, yeah. Oh. A man was shot during a brawl that broke out at the Minnesota State Fair Saturday. The shooting led to a panic and massive crowd exodus, yeah, as well know. as an early closure of the fairgrounds. Did the guy win the Cupid doll? <laughs> we need on. Supposed to be blank. Yeah, a Cupid doll hasn't been <laughs> around for a while, has it? No. Minnesota State Fair police responded to gunshots in the midway section of the fairgrounds shortly after 10 p.m. The area was heavily populated with guests and law enforcement when the shooting occurred. The victim received a nice, a non-life-threatening wound to the leg. And a kid rock mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Are there people who like those mirrors? I, as a kid, I did, man. I thought it would be, when I was 12-year-old, oh, Josh sure. would have loved an ACDC De- mirror. Jeff Leopard pyromania yeah. mirror. Yeah. You ever watch Cops? <laughs> I forgot to watch, uh, what is it, uh, Nations Live on Friday night? What is it? The one on Reels? There's two yeah. of them now. Real, there's uh, live PD. an off the air. Yeah, live. <laughs> <laughs> that was really close. <laughs> that was very, very close. In Wisconsin. Where? In Wisconsin. Okay. <laughs> authorities cited 137 people at one bar for underage drinking. Wow. That's insane. According to the Madison Police Department, officers were conducting proactive enforcement of liquor laws in the city's downtown area. Several bars were visited, but one particular establishment. Officers encountered 143 individuals, only six of whom were 21 years of age or older. Yeah. Bouncer's yeah. got the night off. <laughs> Officers cited 137 individuals for underage alcohol consumption. This is a Chuck E. Cheese, sir. And false identification <laughs> violations. Though authorities noted, quote, further citations are likely as the investigation continues. They should have known when the, the bar was named Oshkosh Babar. <laughs> uh, authorities said the bar's role in this matter is still being determined. 
Oh, the rolls. <laughs> they served the. <laughs> they are checking. They IDs. weren't guarding. Yeah, dude. Every college, we always had that one There's bar one you could bar, go yeah. to sure. underage, but yep. it only lasted three or four months because it would let you in underage. It was a, we had a Chinese restaurant called K's. That Chinese restaurants are always good for drinking <laughs> underage. Yeah, yep. always a lot of fun. Is that yep. true? Yes, yep. they yes. don't. Uh, they don't have the same numbers in the Chinese <laughs> restaurants that we do. Okay. Well, that I said to Jack Dickelson at the end of the movie. It's Chinatown, Jake. You know. I haven't mm-hmm. seen it, so I don't know. Oh, you don't know? Oh. Very few people Even if you see look. it, that line still barely makes sense. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> no, it's, 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 well, it's, it's referring to the it's alive that have seen that movie. It's, oh. yeah, too old. it's a place that has its own set of rules. And, yeah, uh, the, the, the police don't go in there because they, right, they, right, they, right. uh, gotcha. they handle their it's own like, problems. Uh, Thailand. And then there's the whole sister-daughter, sister-daughter. Well, if you want to get that. daughter, stop saying that? You know what goes on. Unsettling implications. Yes. It's a terrific The father was a monster. Well, I mean, I'm not suggesting yes. that he yeah, wasn't. Houston, right? There's no way to suggest it. That happened in the movie. By the way, there's a bar in Madison, Wisconsin has a position open for a bouncer. Yeah. <laughs> Remember the old story? Of how Man, the I love test- partying in Madison. What? They must have, I mean. That was a good party. Really inferior, inferior fake IDs, obviously. Yeah. You coming from the fake ID king back in the day. Well, they're, 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 those were different days, though. Well, <laughs> did you know that your father was, uh, at one time, the number one fake ID maker Just in the upper Midwest? who should have been stopped. <laughs> He's really good That's at it. That's my pop right there. <laughs> yeah. you, cool. you need I a like, fake ID, go see Tommy. Yeah. I like that there's one story of you where you sound cool. That's good to know. Yeah. Well, is, there are plenty of those cool stories. We just can't tell you them. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, this is pretty. Uh, 137 people at one bar. Oh, but what were there? Six, six people were illegal. That, that must be a great bar. Yeah. Also, but, yeah, you know what? You know who should be in trouble? The six people that went to the underage bar. <laughs> Go to the regular yeah. bar, you creeps. My Creepy God. guys at the end of the bar. What? Don't fault those guys for wanting to meet some drunk 18 year olds. <laughs> 18 at best. I think we. Think we at this uh, they're point, freshmen. Okay. College freshman. <laughs> An unusual smell prompted an emergency response at Charlotte Douglas International Airport. Charlotte. It turned out to be Douglas. Nail polish. Hmm. An American Airlines spokesperson said a flight from Philadelphia landed as scheduled and the offboarding of passengers from the plane was normal. However, ground crew members who opened the luggage compartment to remove bags from the plane noticed a very unusual smell in the cargo hold after the charlotte fire department was called in responding firefighters discovered the source was a broken small bottle of nail polish wow that must have really been some strong stuff huh? no joke not nail polish remover no nail because that has a distinct smell sure nail didn't pen? we have a hang on a second didn't we have a news story Probably about a uh, here it is. I, I got here uh, a nail polish that smelled like Velveeta cheese. Yeah, oh. I remember that. Um, yeah, Velveeta. It was released, the color of Velveeta and smelled like. Cheese. Yeah, uh, for fifteen bucks for a two pack of nail polish. Is that a typical price for nail polish, Christy? Sure. Um, is nail polish as expensive like perfume or no? Yeah, I can, it runs about fifteen bucks. Okay, um, uh, it's a bottle of uh, polish called Finger Food Red, and there's a yellow polish called La Dolce Velveeta Yellow. Yep, it looks like Velveeta cheese is dripping from your polished nails. Sick. Um, and Ick. Uh, Ick, oh, Ick. you have some for us? Pat? I do. Yeah. She's in the strange concoctions, painted up like a Bobby doll. Makeup, neurotoxins, perfume, she's tried it all. She wants me to smell her nails now, but they look like dripping cheese. 
I take a whiff of her polish And it knocks me to my knees Like she had some strange disease Looks like a nacho chip La Dolce Velveeta yellow Smells <laughs> like a cheesy dip That Velveeta <laughs> sure does smell low One hand's finger food red It's nice and kind of mellow The other hand's a late night snack La Dolce Velveeta yellow Velveeta cheese nail polish. It's out there, ladies and gentlemen. It's all out and that Ricky there. Martin, he can get any woman he wants, can't he? Oh, yeah, he oh, sure man. could. That good looking man. Yeah. He's just yeah. handsome to a fault. Yeah, yeah, he is. Got Ripped. Nails. Got that Oreo flavored nipple cream. That I he bet he's got to. a different lady every what? night. What? <laughs> 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 okay. Oreo he's flavored nipple <laughs> Hey, for the second time in a week, a California highway was covered in tomatoes. A crashed commercial truck dumped its load of tomatoes on I-5 near Elk Grove. No injuries were reported. The incident comes just days after a truck crash spilled 50,000 pounds of tomatoes on Interstate 80 near Vacaville. It's amazing. Yeah, it is. Did you see the picture of the one last week? Looked like a bloodbath. Oh, a lot the of tomatoes. The freeway was covered in uh, tomatoes. Yeah. Um, uh, it's like road roadkill for vegans, ladies and gentlemen. Um, <laughs> we we also had uh, we also had an interesting story about uh, what was it again? I don't know. Oh, the white sauce. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, in in the context. You know of, what I like about the Bob and Tom show, Diggy? <laughs> They're stupid as well. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Coming up next on the Bob and Tom Show, our West Coast correspondent, Al Jackson. He's got a problem. I'll tell you about it coming up in just a couple of minutes. This is the Bob and Tom Show. More of the Bob and Tom Show now for a Tuesday. Welcome back. This is Christopher here in the Bob and Tom Studios. This segment is with our West Coast correspondent, Al Jackson. He's He's got a little problem in this segment. His ex took all of his stuff. Let's get back to the action. And there we go. There's oh, Al. Oh, there's Jeez. our guy. What are you doing? Uh, working out? Whoa. Oh, wait, whoa dude. Al Jackson is uh, is A, back in his home, and B, <laughs> uh, apparently uh, has um, uh, the uh, the largest microphone I've ever seen. Is that the, Lexi- <laughs> is that the Lexington Steel, Al? <laughs> you hold, hold that down by your waist, Al. Lexington Steel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's my the goodness. Mr. Uh, I will tell you this, Al. The ladies in here are losing their minds yeah, right first now. of all. Uh, Revenge bod. Second of all, did yeah. she take your table and chairs? She did, Christy. She did. Uh, that's why I'm standing up. She stole everything out of my house. This is amazing. Oh, no. Everything, Christy. I love it. Oh my gosh. Normally, yes, Al is sitting. And we should explain. Oh, we should gosh. explain. We should. And let's just start square yes. one. Al Jackson is our guest. A very fine comedian. One of the stars. Of uh, of DBL, Daily, the Daily yes. Blast Live. Hmm. Uh, you got a great cast. I'm getting to really like everybody on your show now. Except, thank you. Oh. They're, they're oh, good, good people. And Al actually, Al and I actually exchanged uh, a, a text last week. I was watching Al, and they brought up the movie, um, the the slasher film with Winnie the Pooh. Oh yeah. And one of your colleagues went, "Oh, that's wrong," and you just turned it around. <laughs> Remember what you said? Yeah. Winnie the Pooh stinks, and no disrespect. <laughs> It's he's the most boring of all the cart. There's nothing to bite into with him. Like he doesn't have a hook. Bugs Bunny had a hook, even though he's been canceled. Pepe Le Pew had a hook. Yeah, there's nothing to 
Winnie the Pooh. He's just pleasant. Even Eeyore. Don't you kind of want to know why he's bummed out all the time? <laughs> like, get to the bottom of it. What's his Figure out a relationship yeah. that works for him. Maybe it's an asexual partnership. Something. You don't want to know about What does Winnie the Pooh are... do? Yeah. It was so funny. It's, uh, anyway, Al, Al has uh, uh, Al. separated so uh, from his fiance. Put it that way. Oh, yeah. they were engaged? And, and, then, and then you um, yeah. you exited your home and allowed her yes. to uh, stay there for a certain period of time. And then she apparently, uh, I noticed that one photograph you sent, she took down the ceiling fans, oh. and as a realtor, Christy, you said what? That you can't do that. That's a permanent fixture. She's yep. that's not allowed. Well, I I wish that that was just what we were talking about today, Christy. <laughs> I, this is this is why. Uh, first of all, I like that the Bob and Tom audience is around my age because they like they remember a time where like you you couldn't just get away with this mm -hmm. because people just didn't press charges. So like you would just go find this person's right friend sure. and have a little chit chat outside of a bar. Mm -hmm. And now you can't do that. My, Cause I talked to my friend about like, uh, I, I opened my door. I tried to be a gentleman and I gave her five weeks. I stayed away from the house. I was like, move out. I uh, get your moving truck. I paid for that. Gave her a oh. couple thousand dollars to get a moving truck. I tried to be classy, Christy, like sure. my dad raised me and mama, you know, and she and so I stayed away. I come back and I'm on the phone with my best friend, John. And, I, you know, like, I don't know if anybody's ever got the house broken into, but it takes you a second to realize how I walk in. I'm like, why is my voice echoing? Oh, like, yeah. that was yeah. like, it was yeah. like I was doing a walkthrough. She stole my couch. She stole my beds. She stole, she stole my sauna. <gasps> uh, yeah. What are you, well, Chris? What am I gonna do? Because my homeboy John was like, "You cannot, you know, possession is nine tenths of the law." By the time mm. you go through a lawyer, and I talk to my show's lawyer too, it's just yeah. like. You can't do anything. Like, this is why I need, like, a big sister, Christy, to just uh, go step to her. Like, I can't uh, this, is a, this is what Tom and I always say. All No good deed goes untold. Well, and if, I mean, if you but, go after her, yeah. she's going to out what it is that you did exactly. that ended the relationship in the first place. Yeah, Al, I don't I feel like you're blameless, here. buddy. I don't feel like you're blameless. I, a woman doesn't come I, through I, and empty I mean, a house for no reason. And see, that's the, that's the thing, Jess. Everybody thinks, oh, a woman doesn't do it. Like, I don't, this is different, Al. This is <laughs> oh. sober. Yeah, I, I don't think Al did that. Really? I have three kids. Yeah. I have two podcasts. I'm writing two books, and He's I have a children's busy. book out. Yeah. I am not. What else? Where would I? Where would you I always go have time to, to cheat? <laughs> it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be worth it. Al, you know, I'm like I, you know, we're teasing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Al, 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 you know, because trust me, I thought about it towards the end. Okay. <laughs> now, Al, this bed is frozen. <laughs> no, Al, Al is. Um, I, I don't want to say anything bad about your ex. Is she no, moving? Please. Is she going to be in the same city? Or is she? Moving? I don't care. I don't. I don't know where she is. Right now. <laughs> We didn't speak. Uh, we haven't. I haven't seen her in like a month and a half. Ah, oh, man. Uh, we we only spoke via text, and uh, you know, like I, you know, and it also was just like you know, she had like trashy people in the house because there was like there was like an open hard iced tea. Like first Ugh. of all, who drinks that out of a can? You weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> What kind of dirt bags did you have steal yeah. my stuff? But you know, oh, the good gosh. thing is I get to go through and um, find new new furniture and exactly. kind of exactly. Hey Al, uh, Al, Al can age. you can you devote one of your podcasts to this? Because uh, I'm really enjoying this. Uh, I'd it, like to it, know more. This this needs to be uh, uh you know uh this this is going to be a two parter, Tom. Because you need to this text the, me this girl's number. Oh, <laughs> okay. so honestly, really this this is the first. You know. 
I don't know how to react because, like, I'm trying to live in, like, upright civilization. Yeah. And, like, when somebody does something from the old school where you're like, oh, I know how to handle this. And it's like, no, you can't do that anymore. Yeah. So I don't know, you know, if anybody out there listening. Wow. Uh, She'll get hers out. Don't worry. Yeah, yep. Carmel will come by. Al, what I'm thinking, if you could do a th- show where you could take phone calls from both sides of matters such as this, you're going to find some pretty funny stuff that... Um, I'm sure. people have either that, that gets taken. that gets mm-hmm. split up. Yeah. Wow. This is semi-hilarious, Tom. Let's be real. Well, yeah. we're watching. We're watching yeah. you. We're watching you holding what looks like a uh, circumcised dildonic microphone that could be used as a boom mic. It's so huge. And yeah, the, and the way you're holding it is. Uh, well, it's, it looks like it's very angry and about to shoot off. Oh, this is what you're taking out of this. Yes, I'm enjoying. Al is my friend. Oh. Yes, and I, I, I comfort I, each other. I, I, I have a since this show is about language. Al, I noticed you referred to your friend. I believe it's John as your homeboy. The homie. Okay, now how John does that differ Barbie. from a houseboy? Oh, God. Uh, oh, I think that's when you've what made a great it parallel to draw. Twenty-three-year-old yeah. walking around your house at all times. Like uh, I've always wondered, like when you see, like uh, what was the movie on HBO? It was like uh, about Liberace, like behind the candelabra. Right, right. Remember, he had like a houseboy. Yes. Yeah. Sure. How do you get that job? I don't know. I'd like one. Is there a service? Yeah, wouldn't that be great? There must be. In all those old movies, there's always some guy that they would they would have someone that's always at the house. They had a yeah. butler, yeah, doing all the cool, Thieves. doing all the stuff. Sure. Yeah, that'd be. Are, are are you allowed to have a modeling agency where you even openly say like we have hot models here that will work in your home? Uh, Do you know? Like, we've had stories that? about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there have been there are, there maid are service, places that have, that have topless maids. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah I, I imagine the dusting isn't very good, but you know, <laughs> they have that one rag they're going to need. But <laughs> your bedroom's real clean. Isn't there a topless donut shop around? There was. There was. Topless car wash. There was a famous Barber topless shop. car wash in, in Kokomo, Indiana. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. So anyway, Al, so, uh, do you have a bed anymore at your house? Uh, I have. I ordered a bed. So here's the good news. <laughs> so that's no. Yeah, the good news is you get to start no. from a clean slate. Yeah, she's well. She stole. My, she sold my mattress. Sold it. Oh wow! Which is like she left the frame, but like getting a. Here's the, the good news: is it happened on Labor Day, so I got a great deal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, the uh, the advantage of splitting up yeah. when it's the big mattress. It could have been Labor Day or President's Day for those great mattress sales. Exactly. Yes, I got a great deal, and I went to Macy's and just cleaned up. Uh, but, you know, it's like I was telling uh, the beloved Dean Metcalf before I came on, You, when somebody steals everything out of your home, like, I don't think I'm explaining this well. Like, she stole, like, my silverware <laughs> and my soap dish and my rug that goes to the back door. Like, she stole it. So it's like when you try to redo your house, you're like, Oh yeah, I don't have like anything to measure out two cups of buttermilk. Uh, like, you don't- <laughs> what about personal things? Did she steal like boxes of your personal stuff, like mementos or? No, but I'll tell you this, and I think this is like the beginning of how like uh, the movie Bloodsport Two is going to happen. <laughs> she she like threw some pictures of my kids and my deceased father and my buddy's uh, father who uh, carried his casket through. Threw his stuff, threw their pictures on the ground, and I was like, "This is when I need a a, a sister that's been in and out of the system." Oh, yeah, no oh, kidding. Yeah. They got meet her after high school. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's pretty yeah. cold. That is cold. Now oh, look oh, at oh. it this way. Don't look at this as losing all your stuff. Look at it as your new hour. Yes. Yeah. 
that's true. That, that's a great way to look at it. You know it. what? You should have a housewarming shower. <laughs> Call it that. And, and everybody gets in. They bring you some measuring cups. And... That, that's like a good idea. Yeah. That's actually a really yeah. great idea. They do divorce so, and, showers and now. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. I, I, do, you, do you still have a Bed Bath & Beyond where you live? Or Because they, they, they're shuttering a lot of them. Yeah, I, they do. And I went to one and I was like surprised that like it, I thought it was going to be way cheaper. I was like, I'm taking this on up to Marshall's. Uh, <laughs> like, I, It's just like fancy. I don't know. I don't like fancy stuff like that. I'm just like, it's just a whisk. Why is this fourteen dollars? <laughs> you know? Okay. Well, Al, we have time to uh, the, the purpose of this show for those of you that are new to the Bomb oh, and Tom program. I want to give you a hug. I feel so. Al, um, oh, I, I do want to know, Tom. Does does Jess still think that I did something wrong? You. No, uh, your reaction no. really shut me down. So yeah, same worry. here. No. I was like, look at his face. He is not joking around. He's serious. But, I, but interestingly enough, Al's anything. first, oh, Al is here to teach me uh, street slang. Yes. Because Al, right. Al, Al and I grew up uh, not too far from one another. Yeah, but and really, yet Al's, uh, worlds away. Really. Yes, yes, worlds <laughs> apart. And um, both of our parents, my dad was a lawyer. His dad was a, was oh, okay. a lawyer. Um, and uh, yet we're also separated by 20 plus years. Okay. And but Al teaches me the uh, current uh, hip hipper terms, if you will, mm-hmm. as we mm-hmm. as I try to become a hipper. Doing and, the Lord's and, work there. Yes. Now. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, so Al, what's slang for a vindictive bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Don't say her name. Don't uh, say her I can name. Just give you a first, middle, and last name. <laughs> oh, Next uh, hour here on the Bob and Tom Show, a very funny segment with comedian George Wallace. That's on the way. But next, Reno Collier's in studio. So come on back. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back. This is the Bob and Tom Show for a Tuesday morning. This is Christopher here in the Bob and Tom Studios. How about a little Reno Collier in studio and Jeff Oske with some news we failed to mention. Reno Collier here in the studio. Woo! Hanging out, having a good time. There's Ace Cosby. Chewing gum. Manning the track phone hotline hot phone. What are you doing over there, Reno? I had a mint. Okay, that's going to help. <laughs> There's Willie Griswold. Welcome to the room full of love, Reno. I'm Chick McGee. Are you chewing gum? I thought I was in school. I was that's like, lie, sexy. lie, lie. That's how this works. And here's, sadly, my father figure, Tom. Uh, you're welcome. Um, uh, Reno Collier, who just did a, a great episode of the Country Fried Take. I certainly enjoyed that. You'll want to watch that on the TV. How do you do that, Ace? YouTube, baby. YouTube baby. Um, <laughs> on the, that on, sounds like yeah, a great baby. song. Oh, I like that. Have you seen that on YouTube baby? YouTube baby. <laughs> Everybody's in a diaper. <laughs> I bet Diaper Man would be on YouTube. Diaper baby. Man. No. What's on? Oh, I want to see Diaper Man. Please, can I see Diaper Man? <laughs> Hey, it's, it's Cyberman. Once again, Check out my youth, my baby on YouTube. My, my, what is it? YouTube Diaper baby, Diaper Man. Diaper Once again, uh, Diaper Chick Man. McGee is Diaper Man. He's got an adult diaper Diaper around Man. his head. I know this is radio. <laughs> for those of you, for those of you studying radio, broadcasting, podcasting, everything we do is wrong. You look like a little girl that takes care of sheep. <laughs> Father, have you seen my you? <laughs> Baba Black Poop. Oh. Have, have you any? Stool. Oh, God. God, you'd think we worked on this stuff. You know what, fellas? Dad, Josh, take the rest take of the yes, yes. What causes uh, Three leading, diapers full. Leading cause, of, <laughs> leading cause of black stool. Green chips? Pepto-Bismol. Pepto-Bismol, you're exactly absolutely right. right. That's exactly you're right. absolutely right. Look it up. Okay, and i got a question. Have some fun. I, I, Go I, have some pepto I will recognize the answer when I hear it, it, but I don't know what it is. Okay. What? 
Um, we just had a news story about the perineum, yes, which is that space between the front naughty and the uh, uh, bee hole. <laughs> you didn't want to say taint? Yeah. Well, no, see, taint taint is the non-medical version. Right. right. I mean, if you go visit your doctor and he says, well, first I'm going to have to check your taint, find another physician. I, yeah, but how does it work know. when you go check my b-hole? Yeah. <laughs> I think you got a down-home guy. You okay, got somebody so that now, relates to the how people. About, how about anus? Mm. How do you feel about that? That's fine. It's scientific. <laughs> you go to your doctor. Yeah, my family's got a history of colon cancer, so I was just curious. Can you uh, check out my b-hole? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a buzzing. So my question is, um, and I, again, I will recognize the answer when I hear it, but I don't know it, so that's why I'm asking. There is a name for the black uh, stool, if you will, the first one emitted by a baby. Yeah. That's right. Uh-huh. I, I never remember the name of this either. Me neither, and I it, hear it a lot. It's kind of like perineum, but... Uh, it's... Um... God. Start with an E, maybe, or like Marcomi. That's it. Marconium. Marco- yeah, and which is you guys have won a couple of those, haven't you? <laughs> <Yeah. Marconium? laughs> we won the Marconium Award. <laughs> so. And then isn't there an online auction place called that? Uh, Mercari. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's it. I'm, Mercari. I'm really getting uh, Bob confused. Zaney was selling off some of his wares. On yeah, there. that's right. I'm getting very confused. Now we have um, we have Christy Lee at the news desk. I think we've covered everything. We've got oh, the, gosh. the advice from the doctors. Don't sun your Perineum. Perineum. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, no matter what it says on TikTok, <laughs> you've, never, you've never seen anybody come, well, um, I was cured because of, uh, of a teenager on TikTok <laughs> showed me how to dance away my cancer. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's uh, not get our medical why, advice. Josh, why Josh to kind of what if some weirdo on TikTok finds out that if you put peanut butter on your eyelids... <laughs> I know, it's going to suck. We have to go, oh, now we have to actually pay attention. Now we got to put peanut butter on our eyelids. <laughs> Press conferences would be a lot more handsome, though. That'd be nice. You know? Why does Dr. Fauci have a can of Jif and a spatula and he has no pants on? <laughs> oh, dear God. That's the cure? <laughs> That's it. In the b-hole? Wow. All right. We I'm just, going smooth. Come on. I was just going to say. I have an idea. Go, you got to go with the crunchy no, natural. That's the downside. rule. Let's not say b-hole anymore. No. Okay. okay. Like, you know, the good old days. Okay. Uh, moving on, recent research indicates that religious people. Of b-holes. Yeah. Ha- have more satisfying sex lives than non-religious people. I think I know why. Women and men. I know why, because you're thanking God all the time. No, because... Oh, God. Because because it's dirty. Makes it dirty. That's exactly right. Women and men who saw religion as more important in their lives reported having less sex on average, though they were found to have overall higher levels of sex life satisfaction. Researchers said their findings suggest having too much sex, that's a problem, may lead to lower levels of satisfaction from sex life. Hmm. According to the survey, highly educated individuals had sex less frequently than others and were more dissatisfied with their sex life than those with less academic success. This is all in the Journal of Sex Research. I have a lot of theories about this. Okay. Go ahead. Let's hear them. Well, (laughs) I got a lot lot of ideas for you people. And here they are. No, I think they say that the religious people have less sex on average. But they enjoy it more. Right. Because it's dirtier. Is this kind of like... Or, wait... Because it's sinful, which makes it better, right? Or they don't know any better. They are just easily satisfied because they don't know 
that there are other things besides missionary. No, there. I'm oh. Christian, and I know that there's all kinds of cool stuff. That's because you, 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 you have the internet. Uh, yeah, but I don't watch it, and I don't smoke either, Chuck. This just sounds like if you have pizza every day, you're not going to savor it as much as someone that has exactly. pizza once a that's, week. That, that's, yes. But if I want to know where to get the best slice of pizza, I'm going to pizza every day. Guys, yeah, right? what he's talking about. Yes. Okay. The, the one about being more academic is interesting to me. That last paragraph. Well, of course, because that's you. Not really. Highly educated <laughs> no, individuals no, no, no. I had my sex way through high school and less frequently than others, and were more dissatisfied with their sex life. Hmm. Really? Yeah. Intellectual people. Mm-hmm. Now, do you find it hot uh, when a guy's wearing a mortarboard and has a uh, like the full cap and gown on? And just I've never a done that large before. Large erection. But... Okay. Oh, well, Do you think it's because graduating highly... magna come now? <laughs> do you think oh, it's or noisily <laughs> magna come noisily? Loudly. <laughs> maybe because highly educated people can't shut their brains off, maybe and and live in the moment. No, because they're too critical of everything. And I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> but right now, uh, yes. we're looking at the big screen at our, our own Jeff Oski with his take on the news. What's uh, what's your show called, Jeffrey? Uh, my show, my little uh, segment here is called uh, News We Failed to Mention. Uh, Reno, I don't know if you uh, tune in after 9 o'clock on a Friday, uh, but I have a little five-minute segment I do every week. Uh, we give you a lot of the news here on the show but we don't give you all the news so i'm here to give our listeners and you the news that we've failed to mention now here's jeff Oskay with what you failed to mention news pew, 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 pew. <laughs> a couple broke into a church on their first date and stole a couple bibles what you failed to mention you know the old adage the couple that prays together stays together once they get out of jail yeah um, <laughs> Earlier, uh, just a few minutes ago, we were talking about uh, religious uh, people have more satisfying sex lives. Right. What you failed to mention, of course, there are no sa- they're more satisfying. No condoms. <laughs> <laughs> A man survived by being stung over 20,000 times by killer bees after accidentally uh, cutting into their nest while trimming his mother's hedges. <laughs> what you failed to mention, the flying insects will now be called attempted murder bees. <laughs> Didn't finish the job. A young girl was spotted walking her emotional support alligator this week at a Brooklyn park. <laughs> what you failed to mention, I give it two years before she's trading in that emotional support alligator for a set of prosthetic limbs. <laughs> <laughs> Although, uh, when I saw her walking that, I'm like, what a brilliant idea for uh, for kids that are getting bullied. How about we give them anti-bullying alligators? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Uh, Bill Clinton was seated next to the uh, OG sexpert Dr. Ruth Westheimer at the uh, U.S. Open this week. (laughs) What you failed to mention, $10 says he tried the old hole in the popcorn bucket. (laughs) Oh, yeah. A boss is wanting his female employees to wear a red dot on their uniform to inform patrons that (laughs) it's currently their time of the month. Uh, What you failed to mention, I didn't see a red dot. Oh, no, that's just Karen. She's a real bitch. (laughs) 
<laughs> Meteorologists are going to start naming heat waves. What you failed to mention, they'll name the heat wave based on how unbearable it is. <laughs> I suggest they start with the name Rob Schneider or the Ace Cosby's joke of the day. <laughs> there you go, Ace. Yeah, baby. Wow, it's mean. A woman says her boyfriend has over 100 erections a day and she's worn out trying to accommodate him. Uh, what you failed to mention, that's too many erections. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't think I've had 100 erections in my 40s. <laughs> uh, actually, and I'm not making this up, uh, just this week, my girlfriend, uh, I told her I thought I might have low T. And she goes, uh, I think your testosterone levels are fine. It's your estrogen levels that are through the roof, you little bitch. <laughs> That's my girlfriend, not me. Well, loving partner, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Magic mushrooms are said to help people stop drinking. What you failed to mention, I've tried that before. It worked for me. I didn't drink, but it may... Made the after party at my niece's baptism super weird. <laughs> a glass of wine? No thanks. I quit drinking. But do you have a peanut butter sandwich I can sprinkle these shrooms on? <laughs> Ozzy Osbourne said he stopped doing acid after talking to a horse for over an hour while tripping. What you failed to mention? No, Ozzy. That wasn't a horse. It was just a man named Horace. <laughs> now, please, Ozzy, quit waving that carrot in my face <laughs> people uh, people who listen to music while studying do better on test what you failed to mention johnny cash's i've been everywhere got me through fourth grade geography <laughs> uh, the singer rihanna Mm-hmm. has launched a new line of lip gloss that looks like ketchup packets. And some are actually ketchup, while some are lip gloss. When oh. you fail to mention, I play a similar game when I stay <laughs> in hotels on the road for comedy, only instead of playing, is it ketchup or lip gloss, I play a little game called, I pray to God that's dried yogurt. Oh. <laughs> it is on the desk chair and the drapes, so who knows. <laughs> and finally, Josh, earlier this week, upset the world, uh, saying he has disabled the Amber Alert on his phone, <laughs> angering many, many a listener. What you failed to mention, in Josh's defense, there's no point of having an Amber Alert on your phone when you're the person causing the Amber Alert. <laughs> <laughs> I'm this has been the news that we failed to mention. Jeff Oskey, ladies and gentlemen. We've got a segment with comedian Bill Burr coming up next on the Bob and Tom Show. Stick around. This is, I just said it, the Bob and Tom Show. You love his plain speaking, straight shooting, no-nonsense approach to solving callers' problems. You tune in to his nationally syndicated talk show every day to hear the wise insight and savvy advice he gives to his callers. You see, caller, what you got there is a can opener. You use it to open cans. Can opener? Huh. I never made the connection. Thanks, Mr. Obvious. You're a lifesaver. Yeah, that's what I'm here for, caller. He's Mr. Obvious, America's favorite answer man. There's not a situation that he can't handle with his sage-like wisdom and his quick-draw wit. Well, waste not, want not, caller. And now, Bob and Tom Productions is proud to present a side of Mr. Obvious you never heard before. Ah, 
I hit my head. Damn, that's smart. Uh-oh. Oh, was, was my mic on? Now you can hear for the first time the Mr. Obvious that the censors didn't want you to hear. Oh. It's Mr. Obvious, too hot for radio. Oh, Mr. Obvious, too hot for radio. We can't even play it for you in this commercial. It's just too hot. So, uh, Mr. Obvious, I, I, I can't figure out why it's not working. Oh, well... Well, I can tell you why it's not working. Oh, oh yeah? Why, why is that? It's because you're a stupid <laughs> idiot. That's why it's not working, you dumb... What? Uh, cut. John, you can't say that on the air. Look, I'm sorry, but what the... <laughs> this dip doesn't even know how to operate his toaster? Come on, Bill. Don't we have anyone screening these damn calls? All right, all right. Settle down, John. Don't settle down, John. Me. <laughs> and where the... Those pictures I was supposed to see. Get down on the phone. If I don't get those pictures in here by two o'clock, I'm gonna walk off this mother. You hear me, Bill? I'm not you. I've got money. You know what that means, Bill? That means I've got enough money that I can say you, Bill. Now give me some decent callers on the phone. These calls are ponderous, man. Ponderous. All right, John. We'll take care of it. And where's my orange smoothie? Damn it! I asked for a Kim Orange smoothie like 20 minutes ago. Mr. Obvious. Raw. Uncut. Uncensored. So, you see my point, caller? Um, but no, no, I don't, Mr. Obvious. It, that's got to be the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I'm sorry, wait a minute. What did you say, you piece of you heard me. Look, we've got caller ID. I'm going to have a couple of my gorillas down there getting medieval on your ass. How do you like that, Mr. Tuffy? Huh? I'll make you think stupidest thing you ever heard. I'll be watching from my yacht while the cops are fishing your bloated carcass out of the river next week, pal. Hey, hey, look, take it easy, Mr. Obvious. I was just kidding. Oh, yeah, just kidding, huh? Sounds like you just made the connection, right? You just made the connection, didn't you, mother? Huh? To order Mr. Obvious too hot for radio, call 1-800-EAT- That's 1-800-EAT- And so, Mr. Obvious, that was the last time I ever saw her alive. Oh, I'm sorry, caller. You've obviously mistaken me for someone who gives a <laughs> Order your tapes today. Holy. (laughs) This is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back here on a Tuesday. This is Christopher speaking from the Bob and Tom Studios. Here's a segment with uh, well-known comedian Bill Burr here on the Bob and Tom Show. Thank you very much. Oh, wait a minute. I'll look at the big screen. There's Bill Burr. Look at that handsome man up there. Hey, Bill. What's going on? Long time no see. Uh, Bill, good to see you. I I think the last time we spoke... You were just becoming a dad, and the time before that, you were just becoming a dog owner, but now you're a multiple dad, and uh, just came off a show at Fenway Park. Catch us up. Well, now I'm also vegan, and I'm really into Christ. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> a lot of changes. No, what am I, yeah, I got two kids. Uh, the dog passed away. Oh, no. He also had to give her away so she wouldn't eat any of the kids. Ah. So, yeah, she was nuts. She was nuts. So, um, are you, are you lying down right now? 
Yeah, because there's like overhead lighting and I have this Frankenstein brow. So if I don't do that, then like my eyes would be all shadowed. You'd think that my wife was beating me. (laughs) Our guest is Bill Burr. Uh, Bill is on a massive tour. But could we talk briefly about your appearance at Fenway Park? Yeah, absolutely. What do you want to know? Uh, Well, it it had to be uh, amazing for a guy from Boston to be at Fenway, not with a bat in his hand, but a microphone. Yeah, it was insane. And it was like literally the perfect night for like a baseball game, you know, like that perfect little breeze, nice balmy air and. And everyone showed up for comedy, so it was like doing this giant comedy. It was like doing a comedy club on mushrooms, where they they were reacting the same way. But it's like, why is the back wall so far away? You know, it was just, it was it was nuts. I still can't believe it happened. And uh, fortunately, my agent wanted to make sure I didn't get a big head, so. The very next day, I started a six-day tour, so I don't think I really even got to take it in. <laughs> now, w- when they give you the light at Fenway, is it just a whole rack? Of- <laughs> Do they pop the big lights on and get off stage, Bill? Like in the natural. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, somebody in the dugout picks up the phone and says, get this comic off the stage. We need somebody funnier. Bring in the closer. Uh, our guest is Bill Burr, a distinguished actor, comedian, podcaster, and uh, helicopter pilot? Is that true? We keep hearing about you coptering around L.A. Is that absolutely... It's the only way to get around L.A.? <laughs> it's got to be. You don't want to sit in all that traffic. You just yeah. go up and over all of them. Yeah, there Fantastic. You go. Yeah, I guess. But I'll be honest with you, usually with the whole pre-flight and everything, it kind of ends up taking the same amount of time. Mm-hmm. But it's so much more fun. I actually, um, I'm working on a, a movie that me and a buddy of mine wrote, and uh, we just finished editing. And I told him on the last day, I go, Uber to work, I'll fly you home. <laughs> and we were editing in the valley, and uh, I already pre-flighted the thing. So we just went out, got in it, took off, and I flew him over to Santa Monica. And something that usually takes like an hour and ten minutes at like five o'clock. It took us about eight minutes. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, a chick, what is the description a pilot friend of yours told you about the difficulty of flying a copter? Oh, I went to high school with a guy who uh, turned out to be a chopper pilot in Vietnam, not during the awful, horrible years. Well, when were there a good year in Vietnam, now that I think about it, but he was over there flying missions and he said it reminded him of trying to balance a ball on top of a ball <laughs> when learning to fly a helicopter initially it's like that but then after a while it's it's not listen i'm a moron i went to summer school every year of high school if i can learn how to i was worried about ground school i wasn't learning worried about learning how to fly but just knowing all the stuff that you need to know so you don't uh, do something stupid i i was worried about that but um you know it was something that i was into so it was fun to learn and it was fascinating and all that it's it's not that bad do you uh, do you share a copter with a bunch of people, or do you rent them? How does that work? I bought a little two seater. Right. I got a little egg beater that I fly around it. <laughs> oh yeah! In case the apoc, whenever the apocalypse comes, when we run out of water out here and people start eating each other, I'm just gonna make three trips. <laughs> so maybe two. I think I could get my kids. They could probably share a seat. I gotta upgrade at some point. I gotta move up to like an A star, and then I'm I'm totally, uh, you know, put some guns on the side of it, and I think I'd be ready. Yeah.
Did you ever see the TV show Whirly Birds when you were a kid? Was that <laughs> what is that? You know what's oh, no. amazing? I just found out about that show. That's so funny you bring that up. Yeah. Bill Burr is oh. our guest. Bill is a, a distinguished stand-up comedian. Huge tour happening right now. Are you uh, going from place to place in a bus, uh, or is it strictly helicopters? What is your current mode of transportation? Yeah, we drive. If they're close enough, we drive. If they're a little bit further, we take like puddle jumpers. That whole flying private, like you, you, you know, you, there's no way to make money flying private. I don't know how people do it, and people always go, "Oh yeah, you just build it into the deal." It's like, dude, you're the deal. That's your money. You think they're taking that out of their pocket? <laughs> I remember I did this tour a long time ago. And this guy, there was like three of us on the tour, and one of the comics was the late guy, right? So he's always late. And then he would get like an ex, you know, finally, we would just start taking off because we didn't want to miss our flight. And then he would book another car. And I'd be like, dude, you know, that cost us money, right? And he goes, no, he goes, dude, the tour paid for it. I'm like, we're the tour. tour." So that car just got broken up a third, a third and a third. We just played two thirds of your car. Now, it's, it's my understanding, I, I want to just briefly go back to the Fenway Park thing. First of all, congratulations on uh, that. Uh, what a, a culmination of a great career to go back home and be at the baseball stadium. I've always had one I played of... catch with my kids in left field. <laughs> Before oh. that, we went into the Green Monster. It was insane. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I've, I'm one of the few people that kind of dislikes the Sweet Caroline thing. Um, uh, I hate it. Oh, good. <laughs> That's one of the worst songs ever. I feel it makes you dumber when you listen to it. <laughs> Anytime you go bum, 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 you lose like six months of knowledge. Yeah, I, you and I are on the same page on that. I, I'm the only one that drives me nuts. I can't stand it. Um, now, uh, are you a huge football guy? You're a big football fan, right? Yes, I am. Uh, I'm a huge sports guy. Straight across the board. I will, I will watch anything. I'll watch curling. Oh, all right. <laughs> what, what is your NFL team? Now that you're living in Los Angeles, I hope you haven't changed affiliations. Have no, you? no, I'm, I'm the Patriots. Okay, so you, you're probably disliked no matter what. Either one, you're going to pick. You're going to, you're going to be upset. Our, our guest is comedian Bill Burr. Um, also, um, I know that you are an amateur drummer. How's that going? Yeah, I'm a dad, a dad drummer. That's what I like to call myself. I'm a dad who drums in the garage whenever he can get like 10 minutes. I'll go out there <laughs> and I'll play like Guns N' Roses or Zeppelin, all that metal stuff. Now, do your kids have any desire to sit down at the drum kit and uh, drive you nuts? Um, yeah, they the kids love drums. My son, my son's, you know, he's learning just putting the words together. So they just go, da-da. He goes, do do that. Do do that. <laughs> I go, hey, you want to go play drums? <laughs> it's exciting that he's already singing rhythms. So I mean, that's that's a good sign. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He sounds like Gene Krupa already. <laughs> now, now, uh, uh, somewhat like me, uh, you are an older dad, and it's my understanding you're pursuing the uh, the notion of being an old dad. Is this this is your new film? Yeah, I got a, a new film that we're making. It's called uh, Old Dads. And it was basic, obviously based off my experience of, uh, you know, being an old dad where it's just like the generation gap I have with people that have kids my age is like insane. 
Like my kids in kindergarten now. I went to kindergarten 50 years ago. So I, it, like anything I say, people are like, what? I'm like, oh, they're over there on the jungle gym. They're like, it's called the structure. Like, all right. And then there's all like these, you know, these schools, some of these schools we went to before we found a good school to send my kid to because private schools out here are nuts, right? They got like metal detectors and stuff. It's like... Uh, San Quentin. It's bad. Mm. It's really bad. It's one of those things where I don't understand why the public doesn't complain about it, but nobody does. So now you got to like pay like college tuition for 12 years before your kid even goes to college. But anyway, <laughs> I, uh, I, I don't know. I'm old. I just literally forgot my train of thought. What the hell was I well, talking I, about? I was asking, I'm an old dad. Like, you know, you have a, a little bit of gray in your beard. Do you ever get the thing where you're out somewhere and they think you're the grandpa? They look at, they <laughs> oh, look at, I got into it. I got into it with this guy at one of these bouncy house places. His kid was like, his kid was like three years old and already weighed like 90 pounds, which is like child abuse. It's like, stop feeding that kid. So the kid just was coming up to my kid looking like a, like a, Cyclops or something. So my kid freaked out, started crying, and the, the 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 big fat kid just started smashing this toy over my son's head. And it was one of these things where there was no way for me to get in it. It was like a maze. So I just started yelling, going, "Hey, hey, hey, hey! Stop it or whatever!" So this other dad got mad at me, you know, for yelling at his kid. And he just starts. He looks through the structure. He's like, "We good, bro? We good?" <laughs> Right. So I just stuck my face right up against the screen. I go, what? Because <laughs> you know, We live in a world where I can't be like, well, why don't you get your fat? You know what? Of a kid to stop hitting my kid. So he goes all the way into where I am. Right. Doesn't look at me and he starts bumping into me. No. Oh. Right. And I go, uh, is it, I go, so I go, bike buddy, is there not enough room in here for you? And he turns around and looks at me and he goes, what are you like a buck 80? Because I weighed up, he's like sizing me up. Because I weighed a buck eighty in in high school, and I'm like, yeah. And then you ate a bunch of burgers and fries. Don't ever you went to the gym. <laughs> so I don't know what's. And I, long story short, it was it was all this machismo stuff that he was doing. And when he went to leave, my beard was a little longer. And he goes, all right, see you later, there, Grandpa. <laughs> And I go, all right, buddy, keep eating that cake. <laughs> Bill Burr is our it guest. It's really childish. Um, <laughs> really childish, and I'm proud of it. Nice. Nice. Uh, Bill, Bill speaks his mind. Bill, uh, we were talking about the fact that you're one of the few people that has, um, uh, for a last name, the name of a haircut. <laughs> And I'm That's not sure. That's what we talk about, Bill. Yeah. But then it turns out this is a regional thing. Not everybody w was on board with me when I said a burr haircut is like a short haircut, sometimes called what, a crew cut, crew cut. or a mm -hmm. butch? Buzz, buzz cut. Buzz cut. Yeah. Uh, Flat top. Whiffle. Whiffle. Yeah. Now, now you're currently going with the Lex Luthor with a beard look. Um, uh, well, I mean, it's not by choice. Nature decided my haircut. <laughs> my jeans did. But yeah, but you don't even leave the sides on like uh, I call it the Mel Cooley, which I sport the fe the full Mel Cooley referencing the Dick Van Dyke show which, about the same era as Whirly Birds. Okay. Uh, you need to grab yourself a copy of Whirly Birds. Uh, you'll probably enjoy just looking at I'd the love to see it. Hey, I got a I got a good one on my name, right? My daughter, she's five, said to me the other day, she goes, uh, she goes, Dad, I know what your real name is. And I go, what? She goes, Bill. 
<laughs> and I go, I go, how do you know that? She goes, because mommy calls you that. And I go, all right. I go, you know, so you know, what my my real like full name is. And she goes, what? I go, my real full name is William Frederick Burr. And she goes, that's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bill Burr. I go, why is that ridiculous? She goes, that's a ridiculous name. <laughs> I laughed for like 10 minutes. <laughs> and now, and Bill, it's also my understanding that you have uh, given up the grape, as they say, no longer drinking. And uh, are, are you actually a vegan or were you joking about that? No, I was joking about that. But um, you've given up a bunch of things in your life. Yeah, my free time, uh, <laughs> alcohol. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I stopped, uh, you know. I was watching, speaking of whirlybirds, like old TV shows, I was like every night I had on me TV and I was downstairs, uh, you know, getting hammered. You know, I was just, it somehow like, I think like, I'm not like an AA guy, but I definitely think when it comes to addiction, there's like a spectrum. Like when we were growing up, it was like either you were or you weren't. And I don't think there is like, I'm a habit guy where like, if I start drinking, you know, and I do it too many nights in a row. Like I just start doing it and I kind of can't stop until I really just white knuckle it for four days. But then after four days, I could like never do it again. And it's not a big deal. But there's like four days where I'm like, wow, man, I really got a, I got an issue here. So, um, you know, I just kept I'd be downstairs watching TV and I was just thinking, what if somebody came into the house or what if my daughter all of a sudden need to go to the hospital? I'm like too hammered to do anything. So. The guilt of that, I was just like, all right, I'm going to stop for a little bit. And uh, a little bit's turned into almost four years so far. Oh, good. Oh, Let us work it out, especially if you're flying the helicopter. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a good thing. Oh, no, you want a nice buzz when that happens. <laughs> you, forget, you forget that you're basically sitting, like, underneath a guillotine. <laughs> on that note, uh, the great Bill Burr. Bill, congratulations on all your success. I hope to see you in the studio again sometime. We remember you back from the club days and funnier than ever. Lots Love of great venues Red coming Rock up. special on Netflix. That was wonderful. Yeah, wonderful. Wonderful special. Oh, thank you. Well, yes. you guys, I love you guys. Thank you for all the years. I never would have gotten here if I didn't get to get on your show. You guys are a huge, huge part of me selling tickets on the road. So thank you so much. Thank you. That's very Love nice. You, see you, Bill. The great Bill okay, Burr. we'll see you. You got, you got to see the... Uh, Video to believe it. He looked like he was lying down on a playset. Yeah, I yeah. think it was some kind of playset. It looked like the slide in my basement. It actually looks like uh, remember the old sit up boards where you would put them at an angle. Oh, so could you could be. Do yeah, but sit ups. Yeah, I have a slide like that in my basement. Mm. Little little setup for the kids. But uh, yeah, we're in the same boat to a degree. The, yeah, the older dad. I get the grandpa thing a lot. Yeah, I bet. Well, yeah. I usually don't. No offense, I, I, but. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's complicated. Yeah. <laughs> but not as complicated as you're. Coming up next on the best of the Bob and Tom show, the first of two very funny segments with comedian George Wallace. They're coming up in just a couple of minutes here on the Bob and Tom show. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom show. This is Christopher here in the Bob and Tom studios playing some of the greatest bits from the year 2023, we had some great guests in the studio. One of them was comedian George Wallace. Let's get the first of two segments here on a Tuesday morning with George Wallace on the Bob and Tom Show. There's Josh Arnold. Hey, Chick. There's Ace Cosby. Hey. Willie Griswold. Weird show, man. Yep, here we are. I'm Chick McGee. Here's Tom Griswold with our very, very special guest. He's a comedian, George Wallace. I want to ask George about his life. He's a kid. 
We were talking about the Ed Sullivan show earlier. Oh. You were. And, and George and I are Yes, up. you were talking and we were just sitting here. We're men of a certain age. And there was a time when the only comedians you'd see on TV were mm-hmm. on the Ed Sullivan show. Because that's where the Beatles emerged. Sure. Carlin was on, right? Pardon me? It wasn't Carlin on Ed Sullivan? Yeah. I remember uh, seeing some black and white. I'm not yeah, sure about time. George Carlin. I, I don't know if George would. He might have been uh, the next era. Of, okay. He was on Late Night with Carson, et cetera, et cetera. Frank yeah, Gorshin exactly. was on. Frank yes. Was, yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> we met Frank Gorshin. I loved Did Frank you? Gorshin. Okay. <laughs> Did you ever meet him? I met him one time. He came to Las Vegas, came to one of my shows. That's what's good about when I was working in Las Vegas. I own Las Vegas. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They called me the new Mr. Vegas. Did you know that? No. <laughs> yes, I went there for 30 days, 60 days, 90 days. I wind up there for 15 years. Yeah. And I didn't work for the hotels. I own the show, my dear. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Nice. Maybe you're going to get that Seinfeld uh, jet. jet. Yeah, here, here's Carlin on uh, Sullivan. Quite a, he yeah, played the hippie, dippy weatherman. Oh, yeah. But my point was, so George, when you were a kid, and you were watching TV. Who did you admire in the world of comedy? Because you always wanted to be a comedian, right? Red Fox, Jackie Mums, Mabley. There's a guy named Judge Pickmeet Markham, Johnny Carson. We were playing oh, Pickmeet Martin on two days ago. No, you did it. Yes, we did. We're quite familiar. We love him. Love, love Pickmeet. Love the judge. That's why Sammy Davis Jr. used to say, here comes the judge. But Judge Pickmeet Martin, bring him here. I'm going to give him from now on. Here you, here you, the judge. And they 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 brought him on. On they actually brought Pigmeat onto the show. Yeah, he yeah he the cold up swing. Just about ready to do that thing. Don't want no cheese. Don't want no jazz. All I don't want no alibis. This judge is here. <laughs> this and judge is all. He'll give you time if you're big or small. Fall in line or this coat is neat. Peace, brother. He's just hit me. That's me in the background. <laughs> what, you know? Hey, but I gotta yeah. have that. Yeah. I gotta have that. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta that. play the chorus. Oh, there we go. Let's cool. listen to that. Let that guitar fall in. Everybody. Oh, my God. This is great. See, here's my point here. This is, that is rap. That is hip hop. And they're going, well, hip hop was invented in the 1970s. Now, some historians, hip hop historians, do claim that as one of the. As the oh, first. come on. That's, that it's, is. Of course. Right. I know. Okay, they agree with you. It just wasn't called hip hop back in the day. He was doing it. Also, the, what the. Um, Holiday, uh, what's the what's the other guys in New York? Sugar Hill Gang, Sugar Hill, Sugar Hill Gang, Gang. Yeah. right? Yeah. right. Sly and the Family Stone was doing it before yes. that. It just depends on you know. Yeah, I just, just that's just such great stuff. So when you were a kid, you loved Pigmeat Markham. That's I, great. I loved them all. Wildman Steve and uh, we used to Red Fox. Uh, you got to work with him. I wrote. All right, you re- yeah, I did. I was a writer on the Red Fox show. Uh, and I, it's my understanding that Mr. Fox was um, the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A very dirty comedian. Well, I, that's, that's blue. Not, no, he, he was blue. Blue. Now you're talking about Red Fox. See, most people think about Sanford and Son. That's not Fred Sanford. Those are two different guys. Mm-hmm. If you would, if you go, if had you go to see, gone to see him, and you would, you would be expecting uh, Fred Sanford. Uh-uh. <laughs> totally. Yeah. That's right, lady. I said the F word. I won't say it again. Mm-hmm. Everybody says the F word. Slam your door. Slam your hand in the door. See what the first word. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's right, lady. I said the, he looked at a little woman in the crowd <laughs> because they were surprised that these little old white ladies would come see yeah. Fred Sanford, yeah. and all of a sudden, the first thing he does is just go blue, blue, blue. And blue. if Melinda Page opened for him, they oh, were... she opened for me once. In San Francisco. Well, she she's one of the she filthiest comedians. Filthy. I, I said, she was so filthy. She she walked out there and had an apron on, and under her uh, apron she had a big uh, slung uh-huh. like, uh-huh. and she was doing all. I mean, really filthy. So I just said, I think I should open this show with a word of prayer. <laughs> <laughs> and, and 
missed it because I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, now let me ask you this. Uh, George Wallace is our guest, distinguished comedian. Uh, what was your first major television appearance? Do you remember? Mike Douglas. Jimmy Walker got me on the Mike Douglas show. Nice. And then I went to uh, the Tonight Show in uh, 1979, 1977. Man. Wow. And the next day I was opening. That's when you did the Tonight Show. You were in. Yeah. Right. Open on a Thursday night, Thanksgiving. The next day, I was in front of 17,000 people opening for Natalie Cole. Oh. I never stopped. And all I ever wanted to do was be a comedian, a real comedian. I never wanted to do radio, uh, uh, television, or movies, anything like that. I just wanted to open up. And I went from Natalie Cole to George Benson to uh, Donna Summer to Donna Ross to Tom Jones for five years. Hmm. I just love doing comedy, stand up in the, in the theater, <laughs> in the round. I love what I do. I'm getting a look. I got, yeah, you're getting the look. Why, right. why, am I, why, why am I getting the look? Because of the Tom Jones reference. Tom Jones. No, no. Yes. Oh, no. Well, Nobody not unusual. You weren't getting that unusual. We got a legend in the building. Let's Nobody not talk about you. No, you didn't like Tom Jones? What Let's not sully no, no. the... He, he, we all love Tom Jones. He's having a good time, Tom. Well, he's 82 years old and still doing it. Yeah, I saw him in Vegas. Oh, I, think it's, oh, man. I think I'm sure that... Um, Mr. 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 Wallace uh, has had some experience in the world of radio, and as you can see, George, I have a vinyl turntable here, and um, well, his you visit's do? almost about. Here you go. You gotta get me I'm going to do some. We'll get you, pygmy. As, as you know, as you know, um, Tom Jones refuses to release his album or have his music and have it streamed. It's exclusively on vinyl. Really? Right? I thought yeah. we'd play a little bit, but for now, as you can see, this is a scratchy record, Mr. Wallace. Let's just see if we can. Seems to be skipping. I apologize for. Seems like you would have. Seems like you would have said cat and not do the first one. But that's got flowers and so flowers to There's more, George. Yeah, yeah, try it. Soon be kissing your sweet little pussy. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you guys are hurts. stupid. You don't have. You guys oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We are dumb. We don't know we're stupid. Yeah. Stupid is a compliment now. See how yeah. it's changed? Stupid is a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I want to play a little something for you. This will make oh, you happy. No. Here we go. This is uh, Mr. Oh, no. Mr. Red Fox. Here we go. Hygiene. That's the important factor. Hygiene. The toughest thing in the world say, you got to wash your ass. <laughs> <laughs> And there's a second part to that that you got to listen yeah. to. Yeah. 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 yeah, I don't think he means your whole ass. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You yes, yes. You know the other part. Not, not the entire. I was at that taping at, the, at the Apollo Theater. I heard him do that live. Wow. Yeah. I've been, I'm so blessed. I've been around. I've seen a lot. Of, I was at Dr. King's funeral. I've been around. I've been to Great Wall of China. Oh I'm so blessed. That's all I'm going to talk about. And screen. we're blessed to have you in yes, here. Yes, we and are I'm, blessed. I'm on this show. That's really blessed right there. And I this thank stupid show. <laughs> yes, he's blessed so much he's leaving after this break. <laughs> He's blessed to be able to leave. <laughs> really, really, something wrong with you guys. Just, just, yeah, but is this not. a nice way to work? And just yeah. come, just love to come to work and just laugh. And the, and the, oh yeah, we <laughs> love it. <laughs> Will no. you shut up while I'm talking? <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you. We're talking with George. George, do you remember you, you, your first? Yes, I do. Your first appearance was on, on the Tonight Show. <laughs> Yes. Do you remember any of the material you did on The Tonight Show the first time you were on? I did. I walked out and said, yeah, I'm George Wallace. I know you're looking at your television. You're going, Lula May coming here. You got a George Wallace on here. There's something different up about this. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That must have just <laughs> you know, A lot of I people tuned in. With, I, got, I closed the show with... Um, Oh my God! It was about uh, do all black people know each other? I got a question. You've been uh, I'm going to answer a question that you white have been been confronted with for 20 <laughs> years. Do all black people know each other? 
Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> and the other part was that um, I do have like. I don't remember the other part now. I don't want to screw up the joke, but I remember. I well, you're famous for doing a new show every night. Well, uh, this is true, too, because I don't know what I'm... Uh, here, I'm going to talk about your airport. I'm going to talk about... Every city I go to, I talk about something that happens in that city that's really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I think pretty much everywhere you go in America, there's a lot of material. Yeah, exactly, right exactly. And I want to know why was my cab fare higher than my app to get to the station. That's <laughs> Well, I, it's my understanding they took you in the Great Circle route uh, to, to get here. I did see. I kept seeing the same thing over and over and over. And I'm like, yeah, they take me up the river. And there's a creek out here or something like that, right? There's yeah. a creek. Yeah. There's a creek. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Falls Creek? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Very, very good. George Wallace is, is our uh, distinguished guest. Um, um, uh, I can't wait to come back. Am I going to be invited back? Absolutely. Oh, this is so yeah. nice. It'll be, the, it'll be the afternoon guy, but you know. <laughs> None of us will be here. You won't be sleepy. Coming up next hour, we're going to have a segment with actor Drew Powell, but coming up next, more with comedian George Wallace, next on The Bob and Tom Show. This is The Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back. This is Christopher in the Bob and Tom Studios. The gang's still out on break. They'll be back next Monday morning here live in studio. We've got actor Drew Powell and Allie Breen coming up this hour, but right now, another segment with comedian George Wallace from last June. Here's Tom Griswold with our special guest. Joining us in the studio, it's a comedy legend, Mr. George Wallace. Yes, yes, Dr. George Wallace, by the way. I'm a doctor now. Oh, oh wonderful. Yeah, don't you all feel better since I'm sitting here? Yeah. But I need to go to the doctor. I broke a tooth this morning on the way here chewing gum. Is it? Oh, oh yeah. How about that? Oh, wow. I go to the, and you know, the dentist is making all the money now, so I got to go over and see the dentist. <laughs> Last time I was at the dentist, the lady was cleaning me. What you call that? Techno, what you call it? That lady that. Oh, the technician? Yeah. She had that little sharp thing sticking me, and I said, oh, she says, I said, she said she didn't feel anything. <laughs> so I bit her on the finger. So how about that? You feel now? So now I gotta go back to the dentist again. You know? Isn't that amazing when they're sticking you in there? And she said, "I don't feel anything." I just tell you. <laughs> well, it's appropriate because uh, Mr. McGee. Yes, I had a, a tooth pulled a couple days ago, no. and it's still. Uh, it, kind of... I'm sorry, Mr. McGee. It's called extraction now. Uh, like, extraction. Oh. <laughs> Dr. Wallace has explained the $3,000 price tag, I guess. Yeah. And uh, you haven't complained about it yet today. Oh, I have? Well, I've... It's I've, a little purple today. Did you get that today. Yeah. Uh, Uncle Vic uh, re-upped. That's what happened. Nice. So, I see. Uh, yeah, things are a little bit better, but uh, yeah, it stills weird back there. Yeah. They had the little mesh that get, came off. Is your that. prescription a limited run? Yes, or, uh, of course it's a limited run. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can't be allowed to just willy-nilly go into a pharmacy. What are Control you narcotics are a big deal these days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, okay. They, uh, how, many, how many you got yeah. left? Uh, Not that you're counting. None of your business. Besides the three you sold to Godwin. Fifty bucks a piece. Fifty bucks a pill. Well, uh, 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 Mr. George Wallace has joined us. That doesn't mean we're going to stop with the stellar sports cast, does it? Oh, here we go. The Indiana State Fair is looking for 15 people to compete in the USA Mullet Championship this summer. Dr. Wallace, you in? I'm already in. <laughs> the mullet contest, okay. The, now, is uh, that mullet fish? Is yeah, that's mullet? what I was going to say. Is yeah. it a mullet fish? I'm telling you, this uh, <laughs> takes place on July 29th. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're going to, the judges will uh, judge contestants on their flow. Nice. Oh. Okay. With okay. their mullet. The, win- the winner takes home 500 bucks and earns a spot in the USA Mullet Championships Top 25 
main <laughs> m-a-n-e yeah main event ah. <laughs> oh wow. main event okay so it has main to be hair not fish okay. i come here to play cornhole but you got mullet <laughs> <laughs> well, we can do whatever you want george uh, i'm in uh, speaking of cornhole coming up we know um uh, now uh, I'm trying to. Um, who's the? If you're old enough to be an adult right now, you had a mullet in your past. Sure, you did. I'm sure you did. I'm like sure. everybody had goatees. And, yeah. So don't act like you don't know what we're talking. I don't about. know what you're talking front, about. Well, in the back. And I'm old. I should know. Uh, the most famous mullet was Billy Ray Cyrus. That's a haircut. Remember? Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah okay. It's the real long in the back and short right. in the front. Right, right. And a mullet. But he said in your pants. Didn't you just say in your pants? Uh, I, don't, I, I, I could have, George. I don't think remember, I did. Remember, he's... he's Swimming in a sea of narcotics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, That's why I'm sitting closer to him. That's right. <laughs> Here we go. Um, yeah, the, the mullet hairstyle. Yeah, it's they're still out there. Yeah, you'll still see them every now and again. They're kind of Johnny popular. Baker has. They're one. kind of back for uh, maybe about a year ago. They kind yeah. of started resurfacing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The kids have them nowadays. The kids yeah. have them. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Was, uh, who's the quarterback? I just uh, Gardner. Gardner, Gardner Minshew, Minshew had oh, okay. yes. Mississippi Mudflat. That's what he calls. Yeah, them. okay, yeah, it was cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, you see the kids out there with them, George? I see the, even the, the black kids with the afros. Don't they have them coming with the like blonde hair and coming all the way back? Hmm. Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Oh, y'all don't know. know. They're having the black people here, do they? <laughs> <laughs> sorry. sorry. <laughs> I haven't seen any since no, I've been here. <laughs> I think the the mullet equivalent is the uh, how they tilted. They they had it shaped. Their, uh, oh, their, like the guy in the Ohio players? Yeah. They're like he kind of tilt can, canted it to the left. Whatever. That was cool. That yeah. Was cool. Um, the mullet is the haircut of people, George, who um, leave to get cigarettes and never come back home. They never come back. You know, there <laughs> there are okay. some fine folks with mullets out there, I'm Name sure. One. Yeah. Name uh, one. There's a, a gentleman yeah. named uh, Kent who uh, runs a bait shop that I go to. <laughs> very nice man. Josh, if you're getting surgery and the anesthesiologist walks in and he's got this huge mullet, are you playing ball? You're cool? You're still good I'm to fine go? with it, yeah. yeah. Anesthesiologist, sure, yeah. I believe a former roommate of yours, Jerry Seinfeld, had a mullet at one time. It was long. You know, now a lot of, let me make this perfect clear. Okay. You guys don't know who you're talking to. I'm the real George on the show, okay? Did y'all know that? <laughs> we did not know that. This is not a joke. I'm the roommate for 13 years. I'm the real George. Would you tell them, I've been, last time I was here with you 30 years ago, I'm the real George. I'm his roommate, but I'm the best man in his wedding, and I'm the father of his kids. You guys are the Wow. Best friend for 47 years. That, re- that really for- escalated there. Yeah. 47 years, and a lot of people, I have to help people to know I'm actually the real George. And right. talk to him three times a day, every day, for 47 years. Have you wow. seen, uh, George, one of the episodes George is in? It's uh, George Wallace. Uh, it's, you mean the uh, fellow sitting right there? Yeah, right there. It's, in fact, uh, Dr. Wallace plays a doctor. Doc, yeah. He plays a doctor, and a Desperado comes on. Uh, he kind of looks off. It's, it's wonderful. It's hilarious. Yeah. You know how that bit came up? Because I, I used to do a joke about his son. His son, you know, they're Jewish. So I was one of the, the, the bearers of when the son was, how do you say, they call it a... Uh, a brisk? A brisk, yeah. A brisk. How'd you know that? You, uh, it wasn't me. It was yeah, Willie. No, okay, Willie. It was a, a brisk. And so it's supposed to be the father and the grandfather to hold the leg of the little boy. Mm-hmm. But it was me and Jerry. And oh. so they had... Um, and I said to the little boy, after they got the baby drunk first, the little boy, they got him drunk. <laughs> <laughs> sure. They did, they put it on a sponge, and they put, they put wine in his mouth, and then the rabbi did his little thing, zip, and, uh, and, then I, and to this day, every time I walk into his house, that little boy looks at me and go, I know you from somewhere. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> so that's where that bit came from. I only did one episode because we keep friendship and business separate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that, that would explain the friendship, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Do yeah. yeah. you ever get to ride in his Porsches? Listen, Porsche... His, Man, his collection I, I, I of fly Porsches. in a jet. That's why I take advantage of this. You know, he got a jet, I got a jet. The other day, he told me, you need to get your own plane. I said, why should we get another plane? <laughs> you need two planes? That's right. Yeah. Because that's friendship. That's not business. <laughs> and he's got too much, way too much money. You know, I'm doing fine. I'm blessed, but he's got way too much money. You know, I was at his house the other night. I am on suite at his house on the island. You know, it's just way too much money. I got up to pee at 3 o'clock in the morning. I came back. My bed was made. Wow. It was chocolate on my pillow. <laughs> but it was too much money. That is too much. That's too much. Money. You should go to his house. I mean, when you play ping pong, click, 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 click. Eventually, a ball goes astray somewhere, right? Right. If my ball went astray. I turn around. He's don't go get it. Don't go get it. He turns around. He got a crystal ball with two hundred ping pong balls. In. <laughs> now, you know, all houses you only allow three ping pong balls in sure. the house, right? Yeah, sure. He's got two hundred in the in the ball. Just, just I can tell you about money. Just Handy. too much money. So. Uh, Mr. George Wallace has joined us. Uh, uh, a comedian, a uh, legendary comedian, and uh, uh, I know that um, you probably know everything. There is. The know about comedy you think i think oh, but um oh, even Lord. even even oh, even, no. even oh no even tiger woods takes golf lessons I occasionally he's got a, some of the coaches him on his uh, swing and uh, ladies and gentlemen we car shopping the other day yeah. around found one i like to ask the salesman Cargo space? He goes, no, cargo road. <laughs> cargo space? <laughs> no, cargo road. See, now, if I laugh because that's just stupid, does that count? I was laughing because Mr. Wallace just smiled. <laughs> anyway, I thought that was the second part of the joke. <laughs> you thought there was a punchline? <laughs> but you know what? I like jokes like that. I like jokes that make no sense whatsoever. <laughs> You came to the right place. Yeah, I did, I did, I did a, a racial joke one time. I said, two Jews, a black, and a Mexican walked into a bar. Bartender said, y'all get the hell out of here. <laughs> and that's it. That was yeah. that's joke. That's, you got to be a real comedian to understand that joke. That was Johnny Carson's favorite joke. Yeah. Hilarious. But I set it up better in the club. Today. But you guys laugh unless you just... You know. Well, we're all, we're all terrible racists, but... <laughs> Well, you, know, you guys are having too much fun up in there. You guys get paid to do this? No. I don't, I don't, yeah. Not today. Well, well they do. Okay. They do. Let me hear that joke one more time. So I, I'm looking at uh, Mr. Wallace's uh, webpage, and I'm, I'm, I, I glance at this one photograph, and I go, my God, that... The son of yours looks just like you. Then I realized that's that's Alonzo Bowden, <laughs> the famous comedian. I love Alonzo. Alonzo is wonderful. I, I talk to him every day. You, how about we that? love him. I love He's Alonzo. great. He has that great voice. Yes. Actually, we're going to go out on a tour together. We're going to go on a, on a boat. Oh, and nice. And we're gonna. I'm going to be with the headlining with the with the, the guy. In there. Patty LaBelle uh-huh. and the guy that used to be with the Doobie Brothers. What's his name? Michael, Michael McDonald. McDonald? McDonald. I yeah, love so Michael McDonald. Yeah. I know you love everybody. I love Michael McDonald. <laughs> yeah, Except for yeah. all of us. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't care, care for us, George. So yeah. That's because I know them. I don't know Michael McDonald. I just and love his music. he is the boss, so you know you got to go. Y'all uh, don't like him, but you know. He doesn't, but you know, I know. You know, it's all good. Oh, lucky you're here because the ass kissing begins at 8-12. You can't say ass on radio. I work with several of them. And I just got here. That includes me, too. 
my God. No, no. Now, do you live primarily in Atlanta? I live at United and Delta. <laughs> Listen, when you've been doing it for 47 years, you pretty much have a joke for everything. It just comes out and it just, it's, you know, especially it's my passion and I love what I do. I just love it. You don't have life. a dog, I'm guessing, do you? Hell no, I got no dog. Why would I walk? I, I mean, I love dogs, but I'm out of town every day. I'm in a different. What if I had a support dog on a plane with me? <laughs> what kind of dog would you get? A black one. <laughs> <laughs> so long as it's black, he doesn't care. Uh, I have two. <laughs> believe it or not, George, you know, I have I two very bar, white dogs. You got two black dogs. dogs. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. <laughs> so a black dog and a white dog. Yes. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> two black dogs and a chihuahua walking down. <laughs> Walking you guys doing. get the hell out of here. <laughs> you got to augment it one more dog. Right. Because, but I'm trying to think of what a schnauzer, what would be the most insulting oh, yeah, dog yeah, yeah. I don't associate. know. The poodle kind of has those curls that go down that way. Right. There you go. There you I go. used to do a joke about dogs. How come it when dogs bark at night, they have to get that last bark in? It's kind of the, you heard me. <laughs> yeah, I said it. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, I said it. What like you going to do about it, buddy? <laughs> I'm hanging out with uh, comedian uh, George Wallace. Yeah. What, uh, growing up with the, uh, we were talking about this the other day, sometimes people have the name of someone who's famous. And you grew up with it was the famous George Wallace. Yes. But mm. uh, much different. Your thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, even when I got to college, the University of Akron, uh, and that uh, they, my nickname was Governor Drew Collins. <laughs> and, uh, they called me Governor at the University of Akron, and, uh, and I'm from Georgia, so I was the next state away. And I, st- I am the same George Wallace. I said segregation today, segregation tomorrow, and segregation forever. That's <laughs> I went to California, got a little sun. <laughs> you know, nobody laughs when I do my George Wallace. <laughs> We're rocking on the Bob and Tom Show here for a Tuesday morning. Coming up next, Allie Breen with Sexy Time. It's next on the Bob and Tom Show. Kevin Pollock is our guest. Do you have a, um, an impression that's a favorite of yours that is not a favorite of anyone else? Like, say, the audience, or is it too obscure? Do you have- yeah, I did Albert Brooks for a long time, actually. Um, and um, it just killed me when, when I sort of eventually had to stop doing because the audience just wasn't uh, in hmm. tune. Hmm. Because his early films that he wrote and directed and starred in are some of my favorite also of Lost all in time. America. Lost in America yeah. is, a, is I just saw Modern Romance as good as again, the other. Modern <laughs> Romance oh, is, is the one that... You know, so many people missed who loved, but uh, yeah. Lost in America. I mean, the scene with Gary Marshall. Oh yeah, when he tries to get the money, the money back, back from his casino. Yeah. So I just love him to death, and I used to do this thing where I would bring up someone from the audience and improvise the Albert Brooks show, which was a talk show. At that point, they were giving out talk shows every other day, and and so I thought, you know, we be nice if we could have our favorite people to have their own talk. Mm-hmm. So Albert was mine, and I would bring someone up, and it was sort of it was improvised, but it was a little controlled because I was prepared, no matter what they said, right? You know that I was going to attack them basically, and, and the way it worked was, uh, if you want to play along, sure. Um, I I would say uh, so. I would literally bring the person out of the audience and sit them next to me on stage. And this is exciting. Thank you very much for being here. You're on the Albert Brooks show, <laughs> and uh, what is it you do for a living? Uh, I do radio. Actually, really, yes. you do radio. Yes, that's incredible. <laughs> so uh, that's exciting. All right, we'll be right back. Come on, <laughs> you do radio. This is a television show. Nobody cares. <laughs> Help me out. You go back to your table. You have a life. My career's in the toilet. <laughs>
And then Big Smiles, welcome back. <laughs> we were kidding off the air. <laughs> She's a killer, this one. <laughs> So you were telling me before that you do radio. Yes. That's exciting. What do you do actually in radio? Uh, I do news. You do news? Yeah. <laughs> really? I'm a news reader. You are a news yes. reader. I didn't know. That's yes. great. We'll be right back. Come on! <laughs> you read the news. What is that? I have a bird in a cage. He reads the news. Nobody cares. I'm dead. You understand ratings? Maybe not. TV, it matters. Welcome back. More of the Bob and Tom Show now on a Tuesday morning. This is Christopher speaking from the Bob and Tom Studios. How about a segment with comedian Allie Breen? It's sexy time. There's Jess Alsman, and there is Allie Breen. Hey, Allie. Hi, um, guys. How nice of you to fit us into your schedule. Now, let's change it up. Where are you, Allie? Looks like a hotel room. No, no, no. I'm in Atlanta. Oh, I'm okay. going back to New York later on today. Yes. Gotcha. Visiting family in Atlanta? Yep, exactly. Great. <laughs> okay, first right, letter. Got that out of the way. Uh, <laughs> all caught up. It's 110, meter, 110 meter hurdles today. I don't, oh, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I have been with my boyfriend for three years and he still won't give me the keys to his apartment. Oh, he says he years? needs boundaries. Three. Three. Okay. Try not to interrupt her. I'm sorry, I didn't hear. <laughs> He says he needs boundaries and he'll give them to me when I earn them. Oh. Am I right to be upset? Oh. Yes. Yes, you do have the right to be upset. And she's still there. How do I earn them, Master? Dear God. You do have a right to be upset, yep. He was fine until he used the word earn. Uh, Yeah, I mean, yeah. Boundaries, okay. I don't even know if he was fine at that point. Three years is a long time without keys. No, right. Earned them. I figured why, you know, pay for the cow and get the milk for free. I don't care. (laughs) I don't care. You leave that milk out on the porch. You don't come. You don't bring it in now. You don't teach your cow how to unlatch the fence. (laughs) Because you know what? If you do... the cows run around your house. You don't need oh. that. No one needs it. <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. What is the old thing? The old saying: "Get out." Man, oh man. Yeah, yeah. That's yep. not good. Nope. Boy, oh boy. And these silly people think that uh, they're going to have a relationship with uh, somebody. That's a bummer, saying. man. Three years in, they're yeah. Yeah, committed. And he says, "Yeah, no, well, one don't. of them's committed. Yeah, or maybe, yeah, maybe it's uh, he's uh, he wants out. How do I do this? Maybe I don't. Yeah. know. Oh, who knows? Yeah, say earn them. That's how you do it. Yeah, right. How the hell do you earn them? That's well, I mean, there yeah, are if you haven't earned you them, there are several things women can do to earn something. Oh, is that right, think, uh, Josh? If you care to take this, in there. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, let me be the villain here. <laughs> Take it away. Well, you've been the villain all morning. Why change things now? Well, if I worked with professionals, yeah, well, I wouldn't. Go find a show he's that has He's been in them. radio. He's, said, go find. He's, been in a, he's been in radio compared to me and Christy for 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> we have to be professional. Oh, and he's been on my ass all day. Oh. Oh. Go on. Guys That's like one you. of the things you can do to earn your keys. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Wow. I'm like, here all day. It's like we rehearsed this. Allie, do we have another letter? <laughs> Dear Allie, my boyfriend has a kid and we went swimming the other day. And Get out! <laughs> His kid said I looked lumpy. Ooh, my boyfriend tough. laughed and didn't reprimand him. I've been furious ever since, and he doesn't understand why I'm upset. And he says he's just a kid. 
How about both of them having some manners? Okay. Yeah. Well, first, put the fork down. Second. <laughs> yes. uh, uh, come closer to the radio, Chunkles. Now, here's the thing. No, no. Don't be that upset about this. No. It's the, ki- the, the guy doesn't... You can't... How can you reprimand a kid... For being a kid. One well, of my greatest joys when I was a kid was making my father laugh. And I would say anything. Right. Yeah. And it's just kids, it. kids talk that way all the time. Kids don't have filters. When I worked right. at camp, I was 24. A kid goes, how old are you? I said 24. And he goes, oh, well, my sister's 14 and she has pimples. Why do you still have pimples? <laughs> and the kid wasn't trying to be right. mean. No, they're just oh, saying, yeah. yeah, exactly. So it's not... You know, all I hope is that uh, during this, uh, the entire uh, process of this, when he asked her what was wrong, she said nothing. Of course, I oh. just hope. I, I bet she hasn't yeah. talked to him about this at all. It sounds like Probably she's just not. been simmering, yeah. fuming somewhere. Oh. What about this? Start making fun of the kid. I'm lumpy. I keep talking. Brace face. See what happens. <laughs> That's right. You know? uh-huh. Well, no. Or you could just be a confident adult and <laughs> yeah, not hard. let this bother you. I'm sorry. I, 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 I got to get a pen. What was that term? Confident Just, adult. Confident adult. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank, you. thank you very much. She's bringing it up. I think her I biggest bet. and her biggest problem is that he laughed. I guess the boyfriend laughed. <laughs> yeah, so did we. When the kid said. <laughs> Lumpy's a yeah, funny word. Like this. Lumpy is a funny it word. It is a yeah. funny word. Maybe he just meant your boobs. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It could be. Oh, oh God. I hope her Maybe boobs Maybe he's a Fergie are... fan. He thinks lumps are, uh, yeah. how do you say it? Yeah. Those are lady lumps. Yeah. Check it out. Just relax. <laughs> you think Fergie's hairline is advancing to cover her nose, don't you think so? Get a really, what? Close, get a really close look at that. her. It was up here, now it's down here, now it's good. She's not going to be able to see in six weeks. Wait and see. <laughs> Go ahead. Like Sorry, it? Yep. It's the opposite of how things usually happen. That's right. Okay. Dear Allie, what is the best thing to say to a woman if you think you're being catfished? Ooh. Oh, wow. That's so catfishing, for those who don't know, is when you... Think that uh, the person, the account, uh, let's say on a social media account or what is look is fake, right? That it's not actually yeah. the attractive uh, person; it's uh, some troll who's uh, trying to fool you. Mm-hmm. So I have a few theories on this. One thing you can do to tell on Instagram: you have photos you post, and there's also a section of tagged photos. And usually, catfish accounts have no tagged photos. Oh, mm. nice! Does that make sense? That's so really it, good. Yeah. I have pictures that my friends will post of me, and they'll tag me in them. A mm. catfish person, unless they're really working hard, is not going to have accounts that are going to be tagging them in the photos. Interesting. That's just one, one so that's one way trick. to okay. check. Mm-hmm. If he wants to ask, uh, is it a her? Did he say? He said, "What's the best way?" To, yeah, it's a man asking, "What's the best thing to say to a woman if you think you're being catfished by her?" Okay, mm. boy. I mean, this is actually a good to question. Send the um, the kidnap photo. Where, yes, you know she sends something with the right object right. and the date of the day. Right. Is it a I thing? Don't know like, you just could he send her something like a necklace and be like, "Hey, can I get a picture of you in that necklace?" But then you don't want to send her something that and lose money in that. But right. that could be a way to check. Get her one of those candy necklaces. It's just from the neck- that's- can Here's a question. I was just gonna say, has a, has a, sir, has a woman this attractive ever talked to you ever before? <laughs> oh, there you go. Right, yeah. that could be a good indicator. That's fair. Is, yeah. is she that out of your? You'd have to, those are questions you'd have to ask yourself. <laughs> and then the, if the guy says, "Well, I've had a couple of dates before," it's probably being. Kept. I don't really. I don't. Am I the only one that doesn't believe in leagues? I don't think that's a thing. I yeah. think anybody can be attracted to anybody. I do too. I don't think you should put people in groups um, like that. I don't know. Really? I don't know either. I think it could be, but it's rare that you have people in different leagues really attracted to each other. Well, it's usually, you know, Brad Pitt and Jenner, and if, you know. Well, you Jennifer got Lyle Love and like, Julia Roberts. Come on. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. 
Julia Roberts, I still say, can shoot pool without a stick. That's all I'm saying. Put her fist in her mouth well, easily. But still, okay. I love it. I mean, I know he's a very attra- uh, talented guy, but he's not the most attractive. Josh, dude. Josh, you want to take this one about Lyle Lovett? Uh, do I have something on him? I think you said yeah the other day. We were talking about this because I was at that concert when Julia Roberts came out and said, "Ladies and gentlemen, my husband." Yeah, they I got me. Right, right. Yeah, but I don't. I, I'm sorry, I don't remember Hung saying like. Uh, oh, maybe, maybe, yeah. But oh. also, isn't there a chance she looks at him and goes, "Man, that guy's hot." Mm-hmm. Of course, be. there's a chance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just because we don't find well, somebody attractive. Here's the thing: guys can make up with a lot of physical attraction with charm and. So can women, uh, you know. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh-huh. I but, want my men then, to be funny. Yeah, until, right, they, and, they, until yeah. they look at you and say, you know what? You're just not funny anymore, okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Wow. Yeah, laugh it up. I don't know what she could ask, honestly. I think Willie's uh, method is, is good. Yeah, the check yeah I think you can't ask. If you're going to be catfished, if you ask a question, they're just going to keep lying to you. I don't. I think you just have to do your own checking, right? Mm, yeah. Have you ever been catfished, anybody? No. no. Well, if I have, I wasn't aware of it. Oh, okay. Hmm. But I've never like shown up at a restaurant and then uh, I get a text saying, "Hey, um, we were fourteen-year-old boys making a joke." Oh, <laughs> you know that kind of thing. Well, I mean, isn't that who does the cat? I don't no. know who does. I would just say, ask them on a coffee date. Ask them on a coffee date, and then just go somewhere. Don't spend too much money. Buy a cup of coffee. If it's not that person, it's not that person. Yeah, yeah or if nobody shows easy. up, you got catfish. Hey, but don't feel bad for getting catfish. This isn't your fault. It happens mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. Yeah, there's shows about it. That's true. wasn't there a football player it happened to Notre in a Dame. big way. What yeah, was his name Chick Manti Te'o. Very good. For like years, didn't he yeah, send like a girl an money? Girlfriend. And girlfriend. Yeah, that was a yeah. bizarre thing. That yeah. was bizarre. This is so strange. Can yeah. you video chat? Yeah, yeah, you could. You could say, "Hey, let's FaceTime." Yeah, yeah. Easy. That's a very, that's a very good answer. Ace. Super Great easy. answer. Yeah. Yeah, that one's perfect. Can you do like a deep fake thing though? If you're just uh, <laughs> talking to someone, can you put on someone else's face for that? Like, you know what? In, in that case, hey, wow, good for the cat. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's one where if that happened to me, I'd go, "Hey, you got me." I mean, what, was I, what was I supposed to do here? You know what we've always said is that if you can uh, uh, make the sentence into uh, like, "Can they fill in the blank?" Uh, they already have. Yes, <laughs> and it's yeah. happening, and there are uh, the new apps coming out tomorrow. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Right. Yeah, don't sweat it, man. If you're getting catfished, it's not your fault. Mm-hmm. Just don't send money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't yeah. send yeah. money. Yeah. That's true. Save that for the evangelical preacher. Or don't send nudes either. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Save yeah. that for the evangelical preacher. You don't know where those are going to end up. <laughs> you have another letter? <laughs> Absolutely. She's laughing because you guys are so funny. Oh. <laughs> My boyfriend likes to role play and really likes to do cop, prisoner, doctor, patient, teacher, student scenarios. All right. He is a college professor. You have my Should attention. I be concerned? No. No, it's just his thing. Why if is... you don't like it, get out, but it's just his thing. I don't think it's bad. Do you? No. No. Uh-oh. It doesn't make it sound like he's like lusting after his students or anything? No. Wait. 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 <laughs> Does he call you by your name during this role play, or does he literally make up a new name for you, like Susie, and then well, you find out Susie's in the front row well, of his class, and you're well. like, oh, geez. <laughs> that would be the trick. <laughs> yeah, no, because the concern is he's a college professor playing teacher-student scenarios. There's a, a disconnect, though. You don't think it matters? Don't you think you'd rather have him doing it that way than actually having sex with his students? Oh, yeah. Good point. I didn't want to upset you, so I went ahead and dated one of my students. (laughs) (laughs) Is that cool? Gosh. 
Wow. Because that's what they say when you fantasize. Like, if you constantly fantasize about threesomes, the guy really wants to do threesomes. So you don't think he's fantasizing about his students? I guess it doesn't matter as long as he doesn't act on it. I mean, right. some fantasies are best left as fantasies anyway, don't you think? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, there's no issue here. <laughs> I would be suspicious too, though. Our Josh has, has decreed the there's no issue here. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Let's move on. You're creating an issue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's if an issue. If you don't like here. role play, get out. If you do, do Enjoy it. Enjoy it. God, leave us alone, people. Hit <laughs> <laughs> the highway, man. Just ask him one time if you can be the cop and he be the prisoner, though. I mean, I wonder if he lets that happen. Hmm. Sure, um, yeah. Yeah, change it up. Yeah, change it up. Dom sub. Yeah. Become sub dumb. <laughs> sub dumb, yeah. That sounds like a great Chinese dish, doesn't it? All of the shrimp sub dumb. Ah, do you have another letter? Dear Allie, I hurt my back trying a new sex position with my F boy. The injury happened at work. Yes. So I want to find work. workers come. And say that I was lifting heavy boxes. The problem is I already told a few friends what happened. Can you get workman's comp or something like that? I knew a delivery driver who drove drunk and literally got workman's comp. So it's worth a try, right? Oh, gosh. You are a dirt There's bag. no way. <laughs> this is like legit legal advice. I don't know. Game Christmas. Was, is the person, if she got it at work, what I'm trying to ask it, is the person that she was with, do they work together? Because then you're definitely going to get caught. People at work already know. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Someone's yeah. spilling the beans, especially if you get money. Someone's yeah. going to be mad about that and jealous, and they you will be ratted out. Also, you just confessed this to millions of people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and there's somebody who's heard it that knows just enough about you to realize, oh, my God, <laughs> oh, that sounds like Steve. Yeah. <laughs> they do say, though, any injury you incur at work is work comp, so there's a shot. There is a shot, think? and there's a shot that she'll get it. Or Yeah, it's a she, right? It's a she. Yeah, hurt her back. What, first, I want to know what position and where did. at work they were. Yeah, how did it happen? Curious. Boy, they must um, have been in a tight space, so yeah. they had to try something new. Well, you know, right. like, was she holding him up? Or mm. yeah, no kidding. <laughs> something very acrobatic. Yeah. No, maybe ask a lawyer if uh, you can get away with it. Right, mm. like a workman's comp no, lawyer, I, work injury lawyer. I'm with him. She's a scumbag. <laughs> yeah. Come on. You made your bed this, lie in yeah, it. This is, uh, well, my dream is I collect workman's comp for the rest of the <laughs> Oh, boy, you're a real go-getter. Congratulations. <laughs> that would be the life, though. Boy, oh, well, boy. Well, it's workman's comp or sexual harassment, so which one can you get away man, with? Man, oh, man. And you, really one will pay off the other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have both. Yeah. I got a suspicion she's not in danger of being sexually harassed. Okay. Oh, sorry. Never mind. Not no. Never mind. Oh. Never mind. Oh, well. This yeah. is a real bunch of letter writers we got today. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. Yeah, it is, right? so- <laughs> it's kind of nice, though. Not so much uh, my man cheated on me or this, this, and this. A little bit of a different category. Oh, we got one of those. You want one of those? Uh, yes, oh, please. boy. Here we go. Uh, dear Allie, I'm dating a divorced guy who has an apartment that I stay at occasionally. He never stays at my place, and I only stay at his once a week. I hid my iPad in his car and used the Find My iPad app over and over to see what he's up to. Wow. He's been going... Oh, yeah. Wow. 
He's been going home to his wife and kids. Oh. How do I handle this? I'm pretty sure I could ruin his life. Oh, oh. This, well, you know, I was ready to give you a yeah. sound answer until I'm pretty sure I could ruin his life. Oh, man. Wait, did you know he was married ahead of time? Or this is how you found out he's got wife and kids? Because you probably drove there to find what that location was and watched him from across the street. Right. Right. This sounds like oh, you've yeah. done it before. Oh, no, yeah. but she's she's... Probably a step too far. She's like straight up guano crazy a little bit. Sorry. You don't put your iPad in there. But hey, just get out of the relationship. End it. Call it. Yeah. I wouldn't ruin his life. No. no. A person does no. that. Even though you've, she technically has been wronged here, right? Right. No, uh, you don't need to ruin his life. That's not going to, honestly, in the long dinner? run, that won't make you feel better. No, she no. doesn't sound like a reasonable, well, lost that one. Yeah, no. no. That's not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to yeah. ruin not only his wife, uh, his life, but his wife's, his kids, everybody. Exactly. Don't. No, no, no. Yeah, that's going to blow up. Scorched earth but, yeah, he's oh. a scumbag. He'll figure it out on his own how to ruin his life. So don't let you. Don't. There you there, go. Yeah, there yeah. is that, yeah. Josh. You can still get your revenge. Just <laughs> don't tell him you know about it, unless he already does, and uh, start seeing somebody else. So basically let him know, like, yeah, I'm seeing somebody else. No big deal. Also, who are you dating? Are you dating Adam Sandler and Uncut Jim? This is exactly the plot. Of <laughs> Up next here on the Bob and Tom Show, a segment with actor Drew Powell. That's next. So come on back. This is the Bob and Tom Show. One more segment to go here on a Tuesday morning on the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back. This is Christopher in the Bob and Tom Studios. Our last segment this morning is with actor Drew Powell. There's a smell in the room. Boy, it is not. That. It is not our guest Drew Powell, which might have been your first guest. <laughs> and it is. A, it is a pleasant smell. It is, but it's pervasive. Yeah, um, it, and so much of it. Both it's in my throat. Yes, <laughs> it is. I, I, it is. Both. Uh, we have a thing for guests. I don't know if you've ever read it. Uh, <laughs> Drew, but we don't know. We ask our guests not to wear perfume or cologne. Oh, both Josh and I find them offensive. The problem is, is when somebody does, we don't kick them out. We need to start kicking them out. Uh-huh. Okay, so it's it. Bye, Willie. Bye, uh, Willie. Yes. I didn't put on perfume. My hair looked. I didn't wash my hair this morning. I usually have a dry shampoo spray, and I'll hit it, and it makes it look less greasy. I hit it, and then I checked my phone camera, the mirror, to see, and it looks a little more greasy. So I hit it again, and then I go, what's wrong with this? And I walked to the hallway to go put it on in the bathroom properly, and I realized I wasn't using dry shampoo. I was using deodorant. <laughs> it looks exactly the same. Oh, So man. it made it greasier and greasier and smellier and smellier, and I got the patino pullback going on now. Uh. Does this sound exactly like something I would do if yes. I had? Yes. Yeah. Yes. This is right up my alley. Genetics, baby. This is sorry, Willie. Yeah. It's, it's fine, and I'm glad you don't have hair. The ozone would be gone if you had hair. <laughs> You'd probably spray it with that computer thing, the, the, the yeah. keyboard remover thing. I'm so sorry. Uh, well, yeah, it yeah. is. Um, Oof. It is od- odiferous to say the least. Yeah, and again, not not unpleasant, but, but just, uh, there's so too much. much, so much of it. Yeah, yeah. it's I, a I, it's a fresh and clean scent. It's not a perfume. It's a casual. You scent. use a spray deodorant like a pretty lady. I have one at the office. I usually oh, okay. use. I have a. I use an antiperspirant, not a deodorant. <gasps> I'm allergic to the aluminum, whatever. Oh, stuff, I gotcha. And it just. I when I put that on, I just spit the sweat out. It gets really gross. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just go around the horn. Ace Cosby, a deodorant or antiperspirant or nothing. Antiperspirant. Okay, which one? What one do you use? Uh, right now, degree. Degree. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that because it was on sale and you had a coupon? Yes. Oh, yeah, there you go. A Chick McGee. Uh, antiperspirant. Uh, the gel. The the wipe on. I like that. I enjoy that very much. Gillette. <laughs> no, the dry gel. No, it's Mitchum. Mitch. Oh, Mitchum. Oh, classic. Oh, yeah. That's a classic. That is. Yeah. What do you? What do you? That, that used to be my go-to. Now my wife's got me using this natural charcoal. 
Uh, like that just doesn't from, work. from the bag? It, it does work, actually. That's the weird part. <laughs> you just reach, reach into the... <laughs> yeah. 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 I go to the barbecue. It's better if it's been used, particularly with barbecue sauce on it. It's amazing. Charcoal. My dog does, loves it. Does it keep what does it from smell sweating? Like? No, it smells uh, very natural. Like uh, the one we have is... Uh, there's a lavender one, which is a little, a little too femme for me. But, but lavender uh, does smell good. Yeah, it does. It does. It does. <laughs> and we should have spent, On my lady. For those that haven't seen you, you were once cast as Haas Cartwright. <laughs> yep. You have a very... Um, uh, you, you could play a, an aging NFL lineman, for example. <laughs> yeah, we, I could age, do it at the aging part. Age, yeah, 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 thanks. Yeah, that? Well, I mean, if you were in the NFL right now, you're... True. I will <laughs> say, yeah. Be shot the football shows that I've done, just the football shows have hurt my body in, in, in lasting ways. I can't imagine doing it in the NFL. But you're kind of hyper-masculine. You could get you. away with wearing... Thank you. But that's something, something. You know, we were talking about, like, elementary school and high school. Like, that was the one thing that was funny is that I looked to the part. Even in college, I looked like a football player. And I was lured to a uh, fraternity that was full of football players because they're like, you know, the highest GPA in the incoming freshman gets $5,000 scholarship. Wink, wink. <laughs> and, I, and I bought it. I was like, okay. Wow. You're going to pay me $5,000 to come to this fraternity? Sold. Because I looked the part. I looked the, but I didn't play football. I just Did, you, did you win the money? Uh, I got there on the first day and I looked around at this group of nice but completely full of idiots and I'm like no way so I said I'm sorry I gotta go and guess what that same year they got kicked off of campus uh-huh. <laughs> so you made a bad so, move missed a pretty good party yeah, yeah that's true did the football coach ever try to recruit you and you were like sorry I'm busy and yeah. Joseph in the Technicolor dream coat <laughs> yeah. I'm Joseph I know you might want to come see it it's on Friday night matinees on Saturday Sunday <laughs> uh, I, I and this is a true story in fifth grade at Central Elementary to go back to that uh, we they, they recruited me heavily because I was always a big kid and they were like yeah you come play you know, Pop Warner or whatever it was and my mom this is a God's honest truth in the you know early 90s was like I'm worried about concussions oh. and everybody thought she was crazy including me I'm like mom you're ruining my life <laughs> uh, and guess what she was right about yeah. those concussions because yeah. then I was what, what, she, what in was she, the movie I'm sorry concussion. I missed part what was she hitting you with <laughs> a baseball bat <laughs> okay. she, was, she was a fan of baseball that, that was the only way I can get through to it <laughs> I, yeah. apologize. I apologize Mrs. Powell I was kidding and um very, yeah. very, very, very mean. But, uh, but I love football, and I, I so I, I much prefer playing it on TV than than I don't like pain. Mm. And all of my friends that played football are all still in pain. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Christy Lee deodorant. Yes, I use the Lady Mitchum actually. Lady Mrs. Mitchum. Mitchum. <laughs> <laughs> He's a handsome man, Josh. Why is that? It is, but it is funny. It really makes me <laughs> Mitchum and Mrs. Mitchum. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, I use the deodorant. What kind? Uh, the I guess it's not the gel that comes out of like the pores of the deodorant stick. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. I love that one. No, yeah. Oh, I don't care for those. This, it's just a gel stick. Oh, ah, uh, Brent, Brent. Oh, Axe. Axe. Yeah, yeah. By Menin. I don't like the gel. I have to have the dry. I don't understand people's objection. I guess you know it's what you like, but other than that, I I enjoy the gel very much. Yeah, no, I have no problem with people who but use it. I don't think we get me. a chance to really sample it in life. Gel? No, you, you don't get a place where you can go. Hey, look, I'd like to try. 40 of these deodorants. Deodorant? 
It, but you can at the perfume counter, well, so you, why can't you do that? Why, right. why you isn't there a place where, you know, bring your armpits by and... You, you can add, like, <laughs> another four hours to your busy day, but I was trying on deodorant. So and then you'd have, like, CBS. a palate cleanser, like a lady with a washcloth, and it cleans up your armpits. <laughs> yes. And then you have your, you know, you have your soulmate. I'd have, I'd have Kelly come with me. Okay, take a whiff of this one. And they charge you 30 bucks for an hour session to find out what deodorant's perfect for this you? This is like, you know, this is like it's finding... ridiculous. No, it's not. It, when you you get to try every kinds of cola or I'm wine. In I'm into it. Like, in, and you have the ladies standing there at the in front of the counters with the stick. Would you excuse me, sir? Would you like a little on your wrist? You like how do you know what you like? Uh, you I've, smell. You smell a bit like an autumn. <laughs> Why don't we try Mrs. Mitchell? She's called Mitchell. Is there a place for really rich guys where they get their own deodorant made? Oh, geez, they can. Oh, like, their, oh own yeah, sure. their own scent. Their own Perfume for sure. Yeah, 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 but I don't know about. Oh, they do that for. Perf- oh yeah, oh yeah. Absolutely. You can. They can. There's a. There, a I mean, when I was in New York, there's a whole yeah. Because I mean, yeah. there are rich what guys are that have. They don't know what to do with their money. So I think. Hey, by the way, if you heard you can get your own deodorant, and you'll smell just like you and no one else. Yeah. Well, I have to say, I have. I'm, I'm a. De- uh, per- I have a cologne that. Um, uh, well, that I found in New York, and it was really hard to get, and it was really hard to get it when I lost it. But it was—it's like a signature scent, and people are always like, "Oh yeah." I would wow. never figure you. I would figure your signature scent would be, you know, <laughs> transmissions. <laughs> <on carpet. laughs> I was going to say pizza. <laughs> yep, that too. Yikes. Something insulting. Accurate. <laughs> no, accurate. Not, no accurate. I'm so sorry, Mrs. Polly. I'm a big fan of your son. Hello, Bob and Tom show. Hey, Bob and Tom. It's Donnie Baker. Hey, Donnie. And chick, I'm like you. I like that deodorant. It comes straight from the pores. You know? Mine's even got like little chunks of minerals. I don't know what it is. I think it's Montreal steak seasoning. Oh, but there you go. You guys going to watch All-Star Game tonight? Sure. I am, because I don't know if I ever mentioned this, but I was an All-Star in Little League. Wow. Well, th- th- this was back when you had to earn your All-Star jersey. You had to earn it like E.F. Hutton's. Today, you know, the league that Whippy plays in, if you show up with most of your uniform and don't wet your pants, you basically make All-Stars. Uh-huh. <laughs> I had a chance to turn pro after high school, but I got bested for using performance-enhancing drugs. Oh. Joke Cola. Remember? Oh. I was ever 100 proof of pure caffeine how to make the other one out of it. But the fact remains it worked. My coach found out when I stowed first, second, and third base twelve times in one game. <laughs> how, do you, how do you steal first base? Well, that's the same thing my coach was asking, Tom. <laughs> but it's easy. All you do is take umpire's water between innings and on your way back you just stay there. I swear to God. Squatters rights. So anyways, Whoopi has dreams of being a major league player one day, but I didn't think it's gonna happen because just like me, he was born amphibious. But for him, that means he can't hit from either side of the plate. <laughs> this is the Bob and Tom Show. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.